But then he could not see the cold light burning in his own eyes. This is madness! <laughs> well done. Oh. It was broken. Well, it didn't work. You broke it. That's weird. That is right. Welcome back to the nerdy, the wordy, the book club. This is our very highly professional, well-run and maintained show yes. where I, Nerdy Knightley, and I, Claris Polaris, are a well-oiled machine. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I love that for us. Um, apparently now is a good time to insert some ads. Yeah, five seconds into your video. Great. Thanks, YouTube. God, I hate YouTube. Blue, welcome back to the nerd table. Thank you so much for seven months. Thank you, friends. Can you believe seven months? A book club? Mm -hmm. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, yeah, I honestly, actually, I can just because of how much reading we've done. I guess. But I don't know. Still, I'm like, I don't, eh. In terms of how far the saga of Wheel of Time has gone, mm -hmm. I can buy that it took us seven months to get to this point. Oh, for sure. I just, it does not feel like seven months to me. That's all. Uh, I just want to say a hearty good morning to everyone in the live chat. Mm -hmm. And a huge thank you to our mods. I know a couple of our mods couldn't be here today mm -hmm. because this is at a different time. Uh, yes. So y'all rascals better behave. Or when Monkey comes back, she's going to be all up on your backs. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is a special Sunday book club uh, because Roger's internet crapped the bed on Friday. You, you know what? You you know who you are. Um, yeah. <laughs> Anyone on Roger's uh, in Canada basically did not have internet on Friday. Yeah. Um, yeah. Across, across. From about 5 a.m. until about like 1 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Saturday morning. Almost a full 24 hours, which is wild. But hopefully... This um, new time slot means that uh, a few of you who can't normally make it live are yeah. able to. I know some of our people who normally can be here Fridays and can't be here today. I do apologize for that. Yeah. It was not our choice. <laughs> but uh, here we are. Yeah. Before we get into the show today, there's a couple things I did want to bring up. Uh, mm -hmm. First of all, this podcast is sponsored by Audible. <gasps> what? What? Did you just do my joke? I did. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Thanks. I came up with it myself. You never do my jokes. That's fun. Thank you, baby. You're welcome. Um, uh, Y-Cross, thank you. Welcome to the nerd table. And welcome to an ad for Audible. Audible is an online service that allows you to pick up the latest in not reading technology. That's right. Do you like the idea of stories but want someone to read them to you like your mom didn't when you were a child because she died in a tragic car accident? Wow. You can go to audibletrial.com slash nerdynightly. Is this the origin story for a, like, villain, a superhero or a villain? Like, <laughs> No, this is a story that you can read on Audible. Audible has basically every book, but someone has read it for you because you're lazy. How many audiobooks do you think Bruce Wayne listened to? Bruce Wayne? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Mm -hmm. He's At definitely least like a couple. A, he's definitely like a like um like a, a murder mystery like serial no, greatest. No, no, because he he would. You know, he no, hates he, murder mysteries because he would always solve them before they get to the end. Well, comic book Bruce Wayne, but uh, not not uh, not Robert Pattinson. Bruce <laughs> Robert Wayne. Pattinson Bruce Wayne would be like I. I'm so glad they told me who it was at the end because I had no idea. I had no idea. <laughs> Did not pick up on it at all. 
Oh, man. <clears throat> Anyways, Audible. Go get it. Use our code. Yeah, audibletrial.com. You nerd. Slash nerdy nightly. Jokes aside, Audible is, is fantastic. Yeah, honestly. Says a man who, I've never listened to an audiobook. Never? I've never listened to an audiobook. Wow, I used to I fall asleep to the Harry Potter I, book tapes. I've tried listening to audiobooks, but mm-hmm. I I like l- get lost, and then I have to like scroll back and try and find where I stopped paying attention. That's why I only listen to audiobooks that I've already read the books of. Interesting. Yes, because um, otherwise I get lost. Yeah, they don't work for me. But um, <laughs> millions and billions, probably a billion people have listened to an audiobook at this point. Probably. And uh, it works for them. Uh, so go to audibletrial.com slash nerdynightly and read books the way I don't. Crush net. Uh, Terrence, welcome to the nerd table. Terrence, thank you so much. Welcome, oh. you dang narg. Uh, mm-hmm. The other thing I wanted to bring up today is that we are going to be starting a new thing where if you want to review our podcast on any of the popular podcast apps, mm-hmm. uh, mostly Apple, because I don't actually know where the reviews go on other apps, but I will try and find them. If you go to Apple Podcasts and you review this podcast, mm-hmm. uh, we will read your review in a short or a TikTok or something mm-hmm. like that. We'll also read them at the end of the podcast. Um, but I, I promise you every single review will be turned into a video of us reading your review, no matter what you say. Mm-hmm. It does not have to be about our podcast. You just have to write a review. Um, and give it five stars. Whether or not it's relevant, I don't care. <laughs> or honestly, I, no. No, give us five stars. Four or five stars. Anything five below stars. four stars, I will not read. <laughs> unless it's particularly well written. Unless it has, you know, like a thesis. Yeah. An opening statement. There's a number of ways that you could use this power. You could have me record your, or Clarus, record your um, message on your phone when people call you. Uh, your ringtone? Yeah, 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 ringtone. No, no, not ringtone. The the message, the, the messaging machine. Voicemail? Yes, that's it. Um, we could be, the, we'll record that for you as a review on our podcast. Wow, this is going so well. Uh, good morning, y'all. We're here for the Wheel of Time. That's right. We start today, 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 today. Potatoes, <laughs> boil them, mash them, stick them in a Wow, seat. Sundays are chaotic. We uh, <laughs> yeah, it took us six minutes to get in the podcast today. Uh huh. Y'all, chapter forty-six. We have now read almost the entirety of Fires of Heaven. We have a few chapters left. A little bit left. Oh, that's a that's chunk. Yep. It's a thick chunk for next week. This thick boy. Well, you know, part of that, actually, a lot of this is the glossary, so... I, I, the glossary has the to get glo- bigger each book. This is the glossary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, you know, it's it's not nothing. Um, uh, We are almost done with the book. Clarus, we have been less than happy about it. Yes, I'm sorry. Uh, Monkey, we got you. Thanks for being here. Um, Monkey's sick. Don't bring them up. Mon- Monkey's sick. Don't yeah, talk sh- about sh- them. Sh- 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 we're, yeah, we're almost done. How are you feeling about it? No, because uh, because we had clear, we had previously said eh, maybe not our favorite book. Yes, I like it much better now. <laughs> the this this past section um, was really really well done. Yeah. Um, I still think because the slow first half, you know, it's it's probably not going to rank as one of my favorite books, but this section was probably one. Not the circus stuff, but the the um, Kyrian Siege is probably one of my favorite sections so far of the Wheel of Time series. Interesting. Okay, yes. yeah, yeah. I, um, I would agree with that, honestly. I, I think I, it doesn't reach the emotional depth that I think that the Emmonsfield fight from the last book re- reached. Um, so I do think that this is not, I think that this is ranked a little bit below that in terms of sequences, mm-hmm. um, and, and probably below Ruiadin, but I think in terms of 
the series so far, I would put the Kyrian Siege as, like, right below those two moments. For me, this was, like, on par with Ruidian. It's like, I have to keep reading. Like, I, I need, like... I, I had that, like, hunger. <laughs> it's like, I, I, I need to keep going. Because it's mm -hmm. not, it's so fascinating. Uh, um, Josh, thank you so much for that super chat. For the super There's chat. a video out there of Kate reading, uh, live narrating Moraine's Mornethrin speech from book one at JordanCon. It's quite chilling. That's awesome. You should maybe do a reaction to Yeah. That. Also, Dusty tweeted out that there's some kind of special announcement at Wheel of Time Con. Whoa. Yeah. Should we have gone? For the, like, closing ceremonies today. Y'all, uh, if there, if you guys, uh, if anyone sees news about Wheel of Time Con during the podcast, please put it in the chat so that we can maybe, um, mm. maybe have some breaking news as we do a podcast about a book that was written two decades ago. Could you imagine? I love that for us. Uh... All right, uh, we're happy with this so far, right? The book. Yes. We're we're doing good right now. Yes. Should we dive into the part of the book that we don't like? Sh sure. Honestly, here's the thing: people like hate on the circus stuff. I don't think it's well, eh, you know what? There's some good stuff in there, but there's some not great stuff in there, guys. I'm sorry. We're going back to chapter, what is it, 30? Have it written down. Yeah. Uh, 34. Thir 34. I think, right? 34. There we go. Guys, I have minimal notes. Yeah, you have minimal notes? I always have, like, minimal notes. I just, like, write down, like, the important things. That I care about. <laughs> I don't have any notes, so we might be screwed. You Oh. Oh, well. All right. <clears throat> so, chapter 34. Um, I know, I know, I know. Nynaeve mm -hmm. and Luca sitting in a tree. Nynaeve boxing his ears. One, two, three. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is so silly to me because Elaine is like... <gasps> stop leading Luca on and she's like what do you mean leading him on and she's like you're not being as mean to him as you could be and I'm like as mean like yeah okay sure there okay there there are levels of being mean right uh -huh, uh -huh. when when someone is interested in you there is the like pushing them away to bring them closer and then there's pushing them away to push them away. I don't... And knowing the difference between those two things can be very important. I do not understand the difference between those two things. I've never been mean to someone to bring them closer. That seems fucked up. Yeah, but you've always been in, like, long relationships. You've never been on the dating scene. You know what I mean? You've never been out on the prowl trying to suss out whether the, the man or woman looking at you is, is a good look or a leer look. You know what I mean? And so sometimes you gotta, sometimes you gotta play this game... And Elaine knows what the game is, and Nynaeve is unaware of the game. I guess I'm Nynaeve in this situation. I'm like, You're what do you mean? You're Nynaeve in this situation. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Got him. I need to use this uh, badooms more often. Uh, so we get a lot of conversation about who cooks and how well at the beginning of this. Yes. Um, are you surprised that Elaine is like MasterChef? Honestly, kind of. Because she's had all her meals like cooked for her, I'm sure, most of her life. So she, I'm sure she has a refined palate, but I didn't realize she knew like what went together, how and how to make it. Like I, I, I don't know. I feel like when you're, I feel like when you're rich like that, you, like you can just be like, I, I want to learn that, and someone will have to come teach you. You know what I mean? Sure. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I just didn't realize Elaine had any interest in cooking. It's the first time it's been brought up, but uh, now I want Elaine to cook for me. Ah uh, yes. Because yes. you know when I cook, it's mostly it's mostly the same things. <laughs> I, I cook like three healthy dishes. Yeah, yeah. We have like our go-to couple of meals. 
Um, but uh, honestly, pretty great. I'm not mad at it. Yeah. Um, are you surprised that Nynaeve can't cook? No. <laughs> it it kind of surprised me. Really? Yeah. There there's an element of there's a lot of things Nynaeve is bad at, but she lives by herself. You know what I mean? Yeah. That like there, there's certain things that because you're never going to get married and you're going to be the wisdom and whatnot. There are just things that I feel like when like I didn't learn how to cook until I lived by myself. And then I was like, mm. oh, I, I do want the food that I eat to taste good and I can't afford to eat out very often. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to put in a little bit of effort here. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I find the people who can't cook are usually people who never lived by themselves or who had a lot of money and always eat out. I guess. But like Nynaeve. Uh, is Nynaeve, un maybe she just doesn't have much of a palate and can't tell that her food tastes bad? Maybe. I always kind of assumed that because Nynaeve is, like, the wisdom, that whenever she, like, heals somebody, they show up with, like, a pot pie or, you know, like a... Yeah, like yeah, a yeah, casserole yeah. or whatever it is. That she just do. has leftovers for years. Yeah. In her, I was about to say in her fridge, but I don't think they have refrigerators. No, I don't think they do. Um... But that, that was just I, that was what I kind of imagined. I, I, I felt like she barely did any cooking for herself because mm -hmm. she was probably busy a lot of the time. I don't know. I guess it depends how often people get I'm busy sick. all the time, too. I still need to cook my food. I can't yes. just eat raw food all the time. Yes. Although, I guess, like, how often... Yeah, I guess it, it depends on, like, how often would they even eat well, she Because right? she always complains about how much meat men eat, right? So she might just mm -hmm. eat raw fruits and veggies all the time. <laughs> Just like nuts and berries. I you like know? Bully's point here. Uh, Nynaeve's version of cooking is boiled for safety. <laughs> Boil and mash them, stick them in a stew. Um, Joe Chio says, "Can we have a nerdy and Klaus cooking stream?" And um, I'm just gonna do a shout out to our our past videos. I'm shouting us out. Um, there are some incredible baking videos on our channel from like two years ago. You should definitely go take a look at those. If, if you, yeah, especially the one where we bake our own wedding cake, that video I think is especially good. Yeah. Yeah, we baked our wedding cake um, for YouTube. Sure uh, did. And uh, if you want to you know, watch that or watch our wedding, our wedding also, uh, also on, on YouTube. YouTube. And Disney makes money off and of it. And Disney, yeah, it is monetized for Disney um, because <laughs> we played some of their music. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, no, I, I just, I found it interesting that the conversation of like Elaine being this master chef. And, that, and Elaine would be the girl who, like, gets home every day and turns on Netflix and watches cooking shows. You know what I mean? She'd be like, you yeah. guys, you have to watch The Iron Table. It is the newest cooking show. <laughs> and Nynaeve, th this is actually a good question. What do you think Nynaeve watches on Netflix? Uh, oh, man. I think, I think Nynaeve is that, like, um, that, like, true crime podcaster. Like, I, 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 I think Every that, character like, we've brought up today, you've been like, they listen to true crime. No, 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 Batman, no. true crime. Nynaeve, no, true no. crime. No, no, Batman, Batman, we, we talked about, and, and I rescind. But, like, Nynaeve is definitely one of those people who's, like, cooking up her herbs and is, like, trying to figure out what they're talking about at the same time. It's either that or um, she watches, like, um, like, uh, like, like a random, not like a big news channel, yeah, yeah. but like a like a small town like cable news channel that like no one's ever heard of. I like this idea that uh, she watches House. Um, I don't think she would watch House though because she doesn't respect male doctors. True, you know what? True, she'd be like this House guy. What an idiot! This Cuddy, Cuddy is the only character on the show with anything. Honestly, Cuddy um, is the sensible one until she dates House, and then it's I'm like, I, come on. I also like the idea that Nynaeve watches Gordon Ramsay. But 
um, thinks that he's too nice to everyone. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. All right. Oh, um, so, yeah. So is today's like a section going to be like what Netflix show does this character watch? Because I'm kind of into that. We could, th- we could, we could throw it up. Um, so Nynaeve goes to meet uh, Brigitte. <laughs> Nynaeve watches fashion shows and feels guilty about it. <laughs> True. I would never wear that except for Lan. Uh, Nynaeve Nynaeve goes to bed after cooking a terrible meal for everybody and uh, she goes uh, she goes to sleep and she's like all right (laughs) Brigitte it's time to hang out yes and um, Mm -hmm. I I feel like we've been stalling because things get rough very fast this this was like we didn't get a warm-up chapter for this section no 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 you like screamed from downstairs while I was streaming. I did. You literally screamed and I was like, oh, he got there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got to I the did, part. I did scream. Uh, Nynaeve goes and uh, Brigitte is like, yo, I found her. Mm-hmm. Mogadian. Yeah. Mogadian. Yeah. Moggy baby. And so they go spy on her? Yeah. They like creep up from above and they're like, oh, what are they doing down there? Close enough to like be able to hear them. And I was like you know you're going to get caught, right? Well, and and I got confused by the whole setting because they were in, like, a void of blackness. Yeah. And I thought Teleran Riyadh was, like, the real world. I just didn't understand, like, I didn't understand what was going on because we've never seen Teleran Riyadh exist like this. It it felt almost more like they were in the space between gateways that Rand walked through at the end of the last book to get to Ruidian. Here's the thing. If Teleran Riyadh is, like, the world but kind of, but but different, it could be, they could be anywhere in the entire Globe, continent, universe—I don't know. Oh, sure. They I could just, be in space. They, they made the the way that they were like above them, chilling, mm-hmm. could hear them, but they couldn't be heard. I just was like, I, tell. I, it I, feels like they were like on the moon. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it felt like that, but also it felt like Brigitte uh-huh. and Nynaeve were like somehow not there. They were like scrying within Teleran Riyadh, which we've just never seen anyone able to do. Yeah. And so I, I think I just, I, I was a little bit confused in terms of like. The, the rules of Teleran Riyadh don't exist. No, it's literally whatever you make it. Yeah, and, right? and like, so that becomes, in scenes like this, it becomes a, like, like short. Wow, okay, sure, like, yeah. No, no matter what happens, it's it, you just kind of have to shrug your shoulders and go with it because it's, it is it is just whatever it wants to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so they, they check it out, and um, they uh, Robert Jordan loves to describe furniture. Just loves it. And so we get... A, he was a, a carpenter in another life. Robert Jordan was actually Jesus in another life. That is confirmed. Um, <laughs> and that, does that mean this is the Bible? No, no. No, Jesus didn't write the Bible. Jesus did not write the Bible. Okay. Fair yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he'd been dead for a, many decades. Very, by the very time long time. Um, but uh, yeah, so they're, they're looking at these chairs mm-hmm. and there are some forsaken there. But Nynaeve is really... She's just like... That's interesting. Those chairs have bodies, and that chair is very sturdy and tall. And I was like, Robert Jordan. That chair is having sex with itself. Robert Jordan was like, I need you to know the personalities of the Forsaken, and therefore they all brought chairs that described them? Well, they didn't bring them, they just imagined them into existence because they needed somewhere to sit. That's fair, too. (laughs) Wait, but can you. Wait, but. You didn't hire Robert. No, but you can't bring furniture in, right? You Isn't the furniture anything. in Teleran Riyadh what's already there? No, no, you can literally imagine. It's like the dresses. You can imagine anything you want. Teleran Riyadh is infinitely, like, 
all the possibilities. It's limited by your imagination. But then they interact with real world things in Teleran Riyadh. Yes. That's where it gets confusing for but me. But like if we were in Teleran Riyadh, that mm -hmm. chair might like be there while it's there. And then I could just think of like the Game of Thrones chair and it would turn into that. That's very confusing. This is what it is. I thought everything in Teleran Riyadh, like clothes and like things on you could be manipulated. But the like actual world was real i don't know well no Egwene literally like pops up random men monster claw thingies yeah that's true you know you that know, is true you you can do it seems like you can do whatever you want with it so yeah. I, I liked the idea that those chairs were just there <laughs> i was excited by that idea but you're right Honestly, yeah, let's go with that. They I, were just there. I think the I think the thing about Teleran Riyadh that I find a little bit confusing sometimes mm -hmm. is that it is a mix of real world and whatever you want it to be. Yeah. And so it it is it is like reading quicksand. Where there's no structure to it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I get that. Yeah. And so the, the value of what happens there to me can be very hard to decipher. Yeah. Because I don't understand why the Forsaken don't just kill people in Teleran Riyadh mm -hmm. all the time if it kills you in real life. But there's so much... Like, Mogideon seems so much more powerful there than she is in real life. So why didn't she just kill Nynaeve? You know what I mean? Like, it, it, it just creates this, like, weird what? system of, like... What do you mean? Why didn't she just kill Nynaeve? Well, she, like, doesn't kill her, right? Yeah, because she wants to enslave her for eternity. Yeah, but can she do that in Teleran Riyadh? Why not? She says compulsions are more powerful in Teleran Riyadh. Sure. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, no, that, I, apparently, but yet That's what they say. it doesn't work. What do you mean? Well, she doesn't compel Nynaeve. Because she, she doesn't shot. compel Brigitte. Yep, yeah, no, but the, but if they work, just just compel her first. Why spend, like, and, and this is where Mogideon just monologues for, like, two minutes. Oh, yeah, it's the classic villain, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do to you because I want you to, like, be upset about it. Like, that that is such a classic villain trope, I, like. I I know, but if you can, like. Mogideon's like, I'm going to make you suffer but, for eternity. But then why doesn't she bind up Brigitte, too? Like, it was just one of those moments where I was like, Okay. I mean, this, yeah. It just, it felt very unnecessary for this to go the way that it went. She definitely got cocky with Brigitte. She's like, I got Brigitte's down and out of the way. It's fine. Well, and I, I think that what makes it more confusing for me is that in the next scene, black liquid oozes over Brigitte and then she's real. And I was like, wait, what? Well, because I'm pretty sure Mogadian literally throws her out of Teleran Riyadh. Like, pulls her out. And, like, I wonder... I, like, it feels but like But she she's... doesn't intentionally throw her out. How do you know? She gets shot. And then in, like, the... In the chaos of what happens afterwards, she gets put out. No, Mogadian literally, like, tries to kill her by thrusting her out of Teleran Riyadh. Which makes her real? Yeah, so... Like, so which she, gives her so, a body? So here's the thing. So Brigitte is part of the pattern, right? An infinite part of the pattern that gets churned out by the wheel whenever she's... But specifically to be born, because it matters that she's born. Well, because if you're just like... If you just like materialize into existence, she lives a different life every time, right? Her lived experience is different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She learns new things every time. Yeah. And so she, I, I, she kind of becomes, I think, more powerful each time she's turned out, in a sense, in very, like, small ways, right? She has different yeah. perspectives. And so being, like, yanked out of that pattern of where she's supposed to be. Like, I literally think, like, Mogadian yanked her from the pattern. 
like pulled her threads and like thrust her into the real world when she was not supposed to be and that was killing her. Sure. I don't that's what I am. Okay. Can so 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 does that imply? Does that imply that through the one power people can influence the pattern itself? Well, I'm like, sure can people, people as powerful in... as the Forsaken, yeah. And and obviously But the Forsaken aren't super powerful in their time. Everyone was as powerful as them. They come from a time where people were more powerful because they knew about more about the one power. But the Forsaken are not particularly <laughs> powerful, right? Yeah, like, they are. No, they're they're they are not more powerful than the Aes Sedai of their age. Right? That that's kind of what we've set up is that Luce Theron was as powerful as and, and more powerful than most of the Forsaken, right? So does that mean that there are a number of a, no, I, a, a large number of Aes Sedai in the Age of Legends who could literally just rip the pattern apart? No, that the reason that they're chosen, yeah. there, there's a reason they're chosen. They're chosen because they're super powerful and ambitious and willing to do whatever they want. Like, Except for Mogadian, who is not particularly powerful in the One Power, but is very powerful in the Dream World, which is where she is powerful enough to attack the pattern which you can attack she's, in the dream world? I think she's powerful in both, but the, in the dream world, she's more powerful. It's it's like some of the wise ones can dream walk, but they can't channel, right? Like those, like their power manifests differently. It's like a very individual person thing, right? Like she's still super powerful. I've, I've never been, I've never read it and been under the impression that like the Forsaken are not like above average in like power level oh no no i'm just saying they're not more they're not so much more powerful that they're the only people in the age of legends who could have influenced the wheel then right they're you're saying and, and i understand everyone's talking about balefire mm -hmm. and i understand that like there is a way to do that with the one power in the real world mm -hmm. but it just seems very strange to me that you would have m a number of people probably north of 20 humans alive at the same time mm -hmm. who can physically destroy the functional like underpinning of the universe yeah I, and that anyone survived but then you, but 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 you know you don't do that because 10 bad things generally tend to happen if you mess with it you know what i mean but what bad things why well, sure has a body to, now like is that like the worst well, Brigitte almost died right she's a hero that's been turned out by the wheel over and over and over again and she very nearly died like and probably died permanently yeah would that does that matter though i mean here's the thing like the at chosen, the end of the day like this the chosen are are there to like burn the world and like rule the ashes right i don't think that they care if the pattern is whole or if it has like drastic consequences yeah <laughs> yeah it's yeah like it, it's i i honestly think that brigitte being yanked into existence before she's supposed to be is going to be very dangerous there's going to be issues with it for I, sure can i be honest i think that if we had seen any of Egwene learning from the wise ones about teleran riad i wouldn't have the same problems that i, I have. agree i i want to i want to learn about it I, the one thing that i have been missing in the series so far is the how yeah that's it's it's you're just kind of like this is what works and how and and what happens but we're not going to explain to you the the intricacies of it. Yeah, and I think that I think that I get a little bit the the further we get into these books. Guys, don't call me out like that. The further we get into these books, the more frustrated I get by the ways in which Robert Jordan skips over any explanations. Yeah, it's, and the characters who are learning always learn off screen. Yes. 
And so we 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 just end up at this point where like I I like the concept of Teleran Riyadh. I would really love just any sort of scenes explaining yeah. anything about it. I would I would take an essay. You know what I mean? If Robert Jordan had written an essay that yeah. he had published outside of the books, I would gobble that shit up. Like that is I'm so interested to know how this works. I just get frustrated that Robert Jordan only explains things in what you can't do. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. Robert Jordan, like Egwene is like, you can't do this. Okay, well, what can you do? Don't worry about that. Just know that you can't do this. All right. Yeah. It's just, we, we've been hearing about Talon and Riyadh for three books now. Oh, yeah. And yeah, yeah. I funk, like the functional, like w- the way that it works to me mm-hmm. is, uh, I haven't figured it out. This is what it feels like from a writer. Like as a writer, it feels mm-hmm. like Robert Jordan's like, I haven't really figured it out yet. So I'm just going to do anything with it. And uh, maybe I'll solidify it later. So I agree with you i want to preface by saying that i agree with you i would like to know how it works but i'm going to play devil's advocate for a second where it does seem like a lot of what happens is intrinsical and the characters do not understand how it works because so much information was lost in the breaking they just have kind of figured it out and they're like well this is how it is i don't know why i don't know how because we don't have that information anymore but Egwene is learning something. She's learning something, like, yes. Th- the, like, the the wise ones have some understanding of what they're doing. Mm-hmm. They are capable of what they're doing, right? Mm-hmm. So they, they are learning something. Mm-hmm. We're just we are just not privy to any of it. We haven't been privy yes. to anything in the White Tower. We haven't been privy to any of Jason, uh, Natil, and Rand's channeling conversations. Which I would we love. We haven't been privy. So, like, characters are learning saying. things. We as the audience are just left completely outside of that yeah. side of the universe. And so the magic system, to me... The more the characters <laughs> know how to do more things yeah. and the audience is completely left out of any of it, the more scenes like when, because we'll get to it in the Kyrian um, siege. Yeah. The more in those scenes I go, I don't, if I'm sure. So. I guess Rand can channel for hours now. I, I don't yeah. know. I don't know what he's doing. Yeah. I don't know how hard this is. Yeah. I don't know what the danger of this is. Well, Rand doesn't either. And Rand, they, they just keep being like, if I pull any more power and I'm like, I don't know how much you've pulled. Like yeah. I have no concept of what's happening inside of you. Other than what you tell me later or... Yep. And so I just would... For, I would like for the magic system to be something that I can follow a little bit more. And especially the dream world where I'm like, I guess there's also planes outside of planes of existence. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's, we got so. some super chats here. Let's mention them. On the side. Um, a- AMV fan 15. Uh, I know this is a little off topic, but the Sanchin have Texas accents, according to <laughs> Robert Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why they have the like, yeah. Well, now, you see there, Rand? What you got to understand here is you're the dragon reborn. You're the Kara Karn. All right, all right, all right. Um, Baka Karn, thank you so much for that super chat. Uh, Robert <laughs> Jordan you. doesn't do training scenes. The mechanics make sense and are consistent throughout the series. We were given info bit by bit, book by book, read and find out. Um, I think I've heard that they're consistent after book one. I've heard that some of the stuff from book one never comes back, but... Right, yes. That he was still kind of figuring it out. Uh, Glenn Peterson, uh, thank you for that super chat as thank well. You. When Robert Jordan was questioned about some of his metaphysics he basically told the asker you need a girlfriend yes cool so basically we're never gonna know i i think we will learn more as we go on which is you know like i said i agree with you i really Mm -hmm. wish that we had that um but i i I don't know i well i guess we'll see nemsi says i think you just have to consider that perhaps the characters don't know either but some of the characters know things because these these things are happening. Because they're being talked, right? Like we, we know that know these characters Asmodian are being knows. trained. Yeah, like I want to know what Asmodian knows. I, I I want 
Like, I, I, I want to know so bad. Well, and, and that's my problem with Asmodian, right? Is that we, we when you got him at the end of the last book, and he's going to be Rand's teacher, yeah. I was so excited. Yeah. Like, I was so excited. And I honestly find him to be impossibly boring. Because I don't give a shit about any scene he's in, because Robert Jordan is never going to let him say anything interesting. Yeah. I'm not I'm not joking. I think Asmodian, I think Jason Atiel is utterly pointless in this book. He literally is just always there. He doesn't help. He doesn't... We don't get to see what is interesting about him. It is all off screen. And so all we know is that Rand tells us on screen, and I know that I'm using on screen, off screen. I know it's a mm-hmm. book, on page, whatever. But Rand tells us <laughs> that he's important and that things are happening with him. Yeah. But we get literally none of it. And so I just, anytime they're like, and Jason's there, and I'm like, cool, great, I don't care. He's never going to say anything of value. And I hope maybe he does eventually. But, like, right now, we are 46 chapters into this book, and I don't think there's a single scene with Jason Atiel that I care about at all. I actually find him interesting. But he doesn't do anything. Interesting in what sense? It's not his actions, but it's his reactions to other characters. Aldan, thank you for that super Aldan, chat. Aldan, you get Dreamworld mechanics later as part of one of the main character arcs, not Egwene's, and there's reasons for not that. Not You pay attention, which I have no doubt you will. <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, totally. We'll get there. It's for me. Like I'm not like wow. He's so infinitely fascinating, but his reactions to when Luce comes out of Brand or when Matt says things that like he shouldn't know, like his reactions to things, mm-hmm. I find fascinating because. He knows, I think, more than he's letting on, and I just hope that we become privy to that. Yeah, I, um, I, I really like um, I really like Sonic Sean 34's comment here. Um, the issue is the story has a main group whose function is teaching the one power, and all about uh, and all about um, people who, who people need, need training, and all and a bunch of and a group of people who need training. Yeah, I, I agree with the, the point that they're making. Yeah, you you've set up that there's a school. You've set up that there are people whose jobs in this universe are to train people. Yes. Asmodian's and that if people job, don't get trained, they die. Yeah. Asmodian's <laughs> job is to train people. Yes. So, like, we are constantly introduced to mentor characters, mm-hmm. and then we don't get to watch them be mentors. Yeah. Right? Lan is teaching Rand how to use a sword, but we don't see any of it. We don't get we those We see scenes. more of that than we do any of the One Power stuff. We used to. We haven't in... Multiple True. books, though. It's now always because, like Rand but, was there this morning. But but that's because Lan is like, uh, nah, you're good now. He literally told he's like, nah, you're a blade master. Congrats. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. So we're kind of there. Um. So uh, we need to get back to the book because we are not out of the first chapter yes, of the day. Correct. Yet. Um. So the question I have for you is: mm-hmm. You brought up when mm-hmm. you read this mm-hmm. that um. Oh, I haven't been recording this whole time. I'll have to download the bot. Um. Over the audio. Yeah. The so, uh, you brought up mm-hmm. that Nynaeve learns a lesson here, and you're kind of like, Why did you teach her this lesson twice? Yes, so when I first read this section, I was pissed off <laughs> because, because this event literally changes Nynaeve permanently for good, probably for good. We're, we're getting there, but I, I, you know, I think for good. And I said to you, I was like, This makes the stuff with Egwene and Teleranriad, where Egwene abused her, completely and utterly pointless. Yes. It makes that so much less necessary. It Honestly, it was too far in, in before. But this completely undermines it. Mm-hmm. You don't need both. 
and I, I was I was kind of bothered and whatever I kept reading and I got over it but when I read it I was like I don't understand why Robert Jordan felt the need to include both things yeah I think that this moment is so pivotal for Nynaeve in a, in so many ways that you didn't need the weird Egwene abuse scene no. from several chapters back um, and uh, that's my hot take. I don't think that's going to be too hot of a take. But well, and, and I think that what's weird about it is that it makes Egwene right in a way, in a way that I don't think she should be. In yeah. that, like, Nynaeve should have listened to Egwene in those moments. And, yeah. you know, I and maybe maybe that is the lesson to learn here, but Egwene's not going to learn it. And I think that's what's frustrating, is the lesson here is that Egwene's tactic was so gross and aggressive that yeah. it didn't work. Yeah. And so Nynaeve ended up in the situation. If Nynaeve, if Egwene had had taught Nynaeve that same lesson, yeah. but in a way that actually, like, connected, yes. then maybe Nynaeve wouldn't have ended up here. But Egwene is never going to know any of that. Well, and here's the thing, is I hope that that moment is pivotal for Egwene's character to become better, to maybe be like, hey, shouldn't have done that, learning from this, moving on, mm-hmm. maybe even an apology, but I doubt that that's going to happen. Yeah. I, that's just me. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I did. It, it was interesting to see Nynaeve end up in basically the same situation twice. Yeah, yeah. So I, I hope that it pays off for Egwene's character, but I'm not holding my breath. It doesn't seem that that's what it's meant for, so we'll see. We'll see. Uh, so uh, Brigitte and... Um, uh, Brigitte gets yanked out of the dream world and... Um, Ju- that's, the end of the, that's the end of that. Right. right. Yeah. We, uh, or actually, no, not even. It actually leaves with Nynaeve thinking that she killed Brigitte. Yes. Very sad. Uh, I literally wrote down, Mogadian killed Brigitte, question mark? No, she did not. <laughs> no, spoiler alert, she did not. So um, then uh, we cut over to Leandrin, who's yeah. in Amadithia, which I think is like, I, I want to say that Amadithia is like, um, what what's the place in Spain? The, they, where they travel. Where they have the, oh my God. There's a place in Spain where they have the lift. I don't... Oh, chat, come on. Someone's Someone's got to help me here. I have no idea what you're it's talking about. It's not Castile. But there's a place where, like, they say it, but they, they say España instead of... Barcelona! Oh, okay. Yes. I, like, I don't know. Um, and, um... <laughs> I think that Amadithia is pronounced like that. You know what I mean? Barcelona. So it's not Amadithia? No, it's not Amadithia. It's Amadithia. All right, sure. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah, go with that. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I, love I like it. that accent. It's very sexy. <laughs> You've never heard someone speak in that accent? <sighs> good to know. Good to know. Yeah. Um, um, <laughs> that, that'll get 94 brain. The fellowship grows by one. You're not wrong. The fellowship does grow by one. Um, uh, so Mogadian is um, brought into the room. And she's hurt? She's yeah, she's bad. Yeah, because what happens in the dream world happens in real life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and is it's it not Abitha? Vegas. Well, it's, I think it might be Castilian Spanish. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, uh, she's like, Chesmol, Chesmol, which is a woman's name in this book series. Chesmol. Yeah. Poor Chesmol. Is it Chesmol, do you think, or is it Kesmol? Oh, Kesmol. Because, uh, what about Kesmol? Kesmol? Kesmol is a little sexy. That's better than Chesmol. Yeah, Chesmol. When <laughs> so I read it, I was like, Chesmol? I'm like, bless you. Let's call her Kesmol. Okay. I don't know if we'll ever see this person again. Um, <laughs> she's healing her, and Mogideon, um, just shields... 
Leandrin and sets her up to be a house servant for Yeah, her. well, because Leandrin's like, now's my chance, and Mogatine is like, you're full! And, uh, yeah, basically cuts her off, doesn't still, like, doesn't still her, but literally tie, like, shields her and ties it off so intricately that she's like, you will never find someone to break this, but you will survive hoping that you can. And that's, like, the most evil thing yeah. ever. But this is another one of those moments, and I hate to be the guy who complains about a moment like this because I actually think it was really cool. It was very cool. It was very cool, but I'm like, if Mogidian is this powerful against Leandrin, who knows what she's doing? Mm-hmm. Leandrin like, isn't super powerful though. Like we have a stat, like we, like she's sh- she's evil, and she she's decently powerful. But, but, but like, shielding does not seem to be shielding does not seem to be about power. It seems to uh-huh. solely be about speed. Okay. So if moment it like the and this is where I get a little bit confused is what Mogadian is thousands I, of years old. How many times I know, has she tied Nynaeve, knots? Nynaeve beat the crap out of her. Yeah, Nynaeve is super powerful, but and that's the, the problem. But is the power about power or is it about speed? And this is where I get confused in and this is why it needs some explanation on the power, right? It's all of the above. Okay. Because here's the thing: if you and I lock eyes at the same moment, yeah. And we and and our speed is the same. We our reaction time is the same. But you're slightly more powerful than me. You might be able to like bat aside my power. If I see you a half of a second before you see me, and I get there first, mm-hmm. I might have the upper hand. Nynaeve is super incredibly powerful, and Mogadian didn't realize that the moment that they met, right? Because Nynaeve okay. is only powerful when she's pissed, right. and that's good. I mean, that's that's going to be a problem for her. I think. I hope she kind of gets past that. But um, it, Baka Crime says you can flex and bust out. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> you can flex. Um, I, I'm not going to lie. I, 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 I thought this moment was really cool, and I didn't like it at the same time. Okay. I think Leandrin is a super fascinating villain. Yeah. And... I think she's I, become way more fascinating now. Why? She's stuck in that house. She can't leave. Yes, and now she has... She has had the one power all her life and been like... One of the only humans in Randland who mm-hmm. knows what compulsions are. Like, compulsions seem like a thing that the Forsaken know because it was from the yeah. Age of Legends, right? And she has, like, a spark of that. She's like, I have this thing that nobody else has. And now she doesn't have that anymore. And I want to know what she does about it. Like, where she goes from there. Okay, but if she can't leave the house, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Why, would the, she why would the story ever go back to her? Oh, she's not done. She's I, not done. But like what I, I don't care what happens in that house. You know you what I mean? Like really? it like unless Landrin gets out. Right? Mm-hmm. But how she like like yeah, I don't know. I, I just read it and I was like, okay, so Leandrin's off the table. I don't think she is. She I She can't think... shield and she can't she can't channel and she can't leave the house. What's she gonna send letters to Raven and no, get him to come? No, 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 no. But I think that Leandrin, I think like in a book, mm-hmm. or maybe two, somebody that we know is going to find her. And I think Leandrin might be, like, saved by one of our heroes. That would be interesting. Right? That that that, that would admittedly be interesting. Right. Like, she's, she's I just, broken I, I, right now. I guess I just don't care until that point. Sure. I yeah. don't need any Leandrin chapters for now. where she's like complaining about scrubbing dishes. Yeah, yeah. No, Do I don't think I, mean? like, I don't think we're getting that. I think like our I think our heroes are gonna run into her and she's gonna be like utterly unrecognizable. 
Yeah, I just liked her as a villain. And, like, I don't think that she can be a villain again. You know what I mean? Like, this is, like, this is a redemption. This is the beginning of a redemption arc, if it's anything. Mm Because how do you bring her? How does she, like, unless Raven undoes it, I guess? Or Grendel or one of the, you know... Maybe, yeah, maybe someone who wants to work against Mogadian and use Leandrin against her, possibly, but... Yeah, I just, I don't know, I really like Leandrin, and so for me, this was like a, like, okay. That's the end of her for now. Yeah, yeah, and I I didn't love that. I I think that, I I thought Mogadian and Leandrin hunting down Nynaeve together, but not trusting each other, was going to be really interesting, Mm -hmm. and this was, like, not my favorite way for that storyline to go, because I wanted more of Mogadian and Leandrin's interactions. And this was just such an extreme and quick cutoff. Here's what it is. I really liked their scene before. Yeah. Like, the the scene between Leandrin and Mogadian um, the first time was really interesting. Where she, like, beats her down. Yeah. And teaches her a lesson. And so I wanted to see their relationship as they had to work together to fight Nynaeve. Yeah. As they were, like, this combative force together. Mm -hmm. But we got nothing in between. We just got beat down once, beat down again, nothing else, right? Yeah. And so I was like, okay, that was a payoff that I didn't want from this storyline. Yeah. I thought that this part served to really emphasize how evil Mugadian is. <laughs> it does like, a good job of that. You know, it is a terrible thing yeah. to do. Like, it is it is so incredibly cruel. Um, yeah. So, the, you know, it's... it. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, uh, more of them together could have been interesting. But, I, I yeah, I think that we're, we're past that part. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're 45 minutes in and we're on chapter, the first chapter. No, we're on the second chapter. We're on chapter 35, ripped away. Great. We're on the Uh, second chapter. Elaine is watching Nynaeve sleep because that's what these women do to each other all the time. Have you ever really thought about how weird it is that these two just stare at each other sleeping like every night? I don't know if I could fall asleep. It is honestly like a true testament to their power. You fall asleep while I like watch you. Not like watching me. You're rolled over on the other side. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, but sometimes I'm just looking at you. Not really. Your yeah. eyes are generally closed. You're out. You don't know what I <laughs> you don't know what I do after you sleep. Are you pulling in Edward Cullen? How many how many times have you woken up and I'm not there? At like three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I have sleep I'm issues. I'm just saying you don't sit there and stare at me. Sometimes I do. <laughs> All right. Uh, so uh the world um the world goes a little crazy. Nynaeve freaks out and Brigitte is just fully nude in the middle of the circus. Yeah, the Tom and Julian find her, bring her in, and like, we found a woman outside. Yeah. Uh, she, she kind of looks familiar, but we're not going to say They're like, this is very suspicious. Um, and I'm, God, I was glad, I was so glad she wasn't dead. Here's my thing about this, though. Mm-hmm. They're like, is this Brigitte? Because she has blonde hair and a braid? And I'm like... They also found a silver arrow beside her, remember? Uh, sure, but like... Who else has silver arrows? It's not like there are pictures. It would be weird if, like, Mahatma Gandhi showed up. And you'd be like, oh, I've seen millions of photos of this man. I know what he looks like. They have read the description of, like, this woman has silver, has blonde hair. And they're in a circus. And they're like, Brigitte. It's gotta be. It's gotta be that woman that I heard a story about who died thousands of years ago. I think it might be the silver arrow. But, like, you can paint an arrow silver. They do it in this. Yeah, just gonna give that a scratch. But like, there's no, there's no photos of her. I don't know. They, they're just like blonde hair and a braid. Brigitte, we've, we've, we've cracked the code. Maybe there are picture paintings. You don't know. 
<laughs> it's cosplay for Keith. I mean, she literally appeared out of nowhere. She right? did appear by magic. That that is true. That that does a lot. But um, oh, also Elaine is learning kind of a little bit. She can heal a black eye. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then Nine was like, you couldn't even heal a black eye, and Elaine's like, and Elaine's like, I fucking did. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna look see in you. a mirror, girl. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, here's the thing. Tom knows literally every single story that exists about Brigitte. It's not too far-fetched. I know, but her description is that she has blonde hair and a braid. I'm just saying that- What about her bosom, though? What about her neckline? Robert Jordan, you're slacking. I need to know. It's, it's Robert Jordan. She's got big mommy milkers. Yeah, I right. promise you, Brigitte has the mommiest of mommy milkers. You know what? You're right. You're right. Um, mm-hmm. Except, well, no. Actually, you know what? Brigitte is the one Robert Jordan character who has small titties. Because she's an archer. Ah, yeah. they do what they do get in the way. Yeah, yeah. There, there is a maximum bust size for effective <laughs> archery. Yeah, I feel like you would have to learn a different method. Uh, <laughs> there is. I, I need to write that one down. Uh, Brett Babineau, thank you for that super chat. You have to do it like this, like um. Much love from Red Deer. What's up, Red Deer? <gasps> hey, Brett, thank you for that super duper chat. I love Red Deer. It's I tried there. to date a girl from Red Deer one time. How'd that go? Terrible. <laughs> we lived a 90-minute drive apart. You know what I mean? Like, it was just awful. Yeah, you know what? That is rough. It was just, it was too far. That is, that is rough. Um, um maximum bus, there's a maximum bus size for effective archery. No, you got it. It's she shoots, um, she shoots horizontally. Brigitte cut off one boob. It's the Amazonian no. way. It's the Amazonian way, babe. Uh, if you say so. No, it's, um, it's, it's a real thing. Oh, I didn't. Okay. Dakuno says we have boob guards for that. I still think that the angle would be thrown off. Depends on how big if they are. If your boobs were big enough, I... Why are we talking about this? So Brigitte shows up in the circus naked. Uh-huh. Uh, and the boys are like, oh, it's got to be that Brigitte. Um, <laughs> yeah. Cause... Am I crazy? Is it not kind of weird for you to be like, oh, it's a blonde girl. It must be the hero of legend. There is a literal silver arrow. But Brigitte has been dead for thousands of years. It would be like like a... a, a, a like, brown man showing up with a nice beard coiffed hair and you being like oh yeah it's jesus you know what i mean like if he it is turned wine into water it is the equivalent of, of like, a yeah. attractive muslim man appearing naked in front of you and going oh that must be jesus right if he appeared out or of Jewish, nowhere but you know what i mean like like if, if middle eastern looking if he appeared out of nowhere i'd buy it if he popped down from the middle, from from nowhere, he'd be like, okay. Yeah, that's true. If he, I'm, I'm yeah, a yeah, worshiper yeah, yeah. now. I'm religious. Uh, Parable uh, says Tom and Julian didn't find her. She literally popped into existence right in front of them. Yeah. Not much of a stretch for them for her description to assume she might be Brigitte. Thank you, Wolf, and thank you for that super chat and the literal silver arrow. <laughs> like, where are you going to find that? Anyways, yeah. um, Elaine regrets trying to sleep with Tom. Very important. Thank you for at least including that. We have a we have a couple of moments in this uh, already that I know are going to be like the chat arguing with nerdy in the Discord moments. Oh yeah, is Discord? I'm going to hear about right I, I'm going to hear about Brigitte forever. You now. are going to hear, yeah, yeah, guys. If you're not in our Discord, uh, we can we can fix that for you. Um, so it, it, Nynaeve tries to heal Brigitte and it doesn't work. What? Okay, but like if you're out for a walk and an old dude in a red suit and white beard popped out of nowhere, you'd be like Santa. <laughs> Exactly. Especially if he had a flying reindeer. Oh my god. Okay. <clears throat> I'm just saying. So uh Brigitte oh is dying. God. She's not well. She's ill. She's, she's sick. She's she's falling into death. She's the illest. <laughs> <laughs> uh 
didn't think it would be that. She got funny. that drip. Oh, um, so she uh, she's dying, and Nynaeve is like, I can heal her. You can't do anything, Elaine. And Elaine is like, what the fuck did I do? Yeah, wow, all right. I literally Fine. healed your bruise. Chill out. And Nynaeve is like furiously doing something. I, I don't know. I look a nom and nom and notch and notch and I look a nom. Well, it's only funny if you've seen Wicked. Is there, is, is there like, is, so is healing like not specific? Is, do you just like do like heal? No, I, it, I'm sure it is very intricate. We just have not been privy to any of Nynaeve's teachings. Well, but, but Nynaeve doesn't know what she's healing. So what, how could it be intricate? Well, I like, think... Nynaeve, you're, like, all you're doing in this case is generally going, I think, don't die. I think it's like exploratory surgery. That's literally what I imagine it. I imagine it, like, like you kind of have, like, tendrils that, like, go into the body and figure out what's wrong. What is this, a hentai? No, like, magic. What like the f- What fucking tentacle porn are you describing right now? <laughs> you I just said, said you have a bunch of tendrils yes. that go into the Not body tentacles. and figure it's out... Like magic senses. That, like, they're not attached to you, I'm but pretty you sure feel Magic like, Senses is the name of a tentacle porno. Magic Senses. Jesus Christ. Magic. Uh, no, it's it's like... <clears throat> I think it's more like D&D healing, where you just, like, put your hands on them and they're and healed they're for five points. points. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's definitely what it is. I don't, like... Oh, my God. No, I think that Nynaeve is... Your it, tendrils it, go into their body yes! is the most disgusting no, sentence you've ever said out loud. Because you're making it weird. It's not weird. It's not weird. It's like a sixth sense, all right? The sixth sense is the one power, and the <clears throat> one power, like, susses you out No, the sixth internally. sense is the movie where Bruce Willis has been dead the whole time. Spoilers. Um, <gasps> wow. So, so N- Elaine is like wait but like i can do this and then he was like what are you talking about and elaine is like so this one time so this one time never oh, talked we've never talked about this before but the, the, in fact it was more than one time a couple of times when we were in the tower i know i've never brought this up before um i learned how to to, to bond borders yeah um and uh, i, I know how to do that i got now. that big brain <laughs> elaine's got that big brain um i just love like this is one of those this is one of those times where this is not my you know how I always say I love Robert Jordan's use of convenience where he explains why things are convenient yes because how people end up together this is the opposite of that this is a bad use of convenience when you have a character go oh no I learned this skill a year ago yeah and I just have never brought it up until now because it wasn't relevant and I was like okay yeah this one seemed very convenient yeah uh, I was like because I, I you even heard me downstairs I was like wait what what yeah. Elaine apparently mm-hmm. watched the wording process a couple times and was like, yeah, I can do that. I can do that. Which is why Elaine should have been the one to figure out the collars. That's what I said was... in book two. Well, no, and then we said it when she's figuring out the Adam. Like, yeah. Elaine, yes, could have been more useful in book two, but that's fine. It doesn't matter. We're past that. Um, um, so, yeah, Elaine bonds Brigitte as a warder because, Yeah. Because why not? Female warder. Honestly, that's really cool. I just wish that Robert Jordan had set it up like at least one book before. Just at least something. Because I love the idea of this so much. Like, I am so excited by this. I'm excited about the consequences that it's going to have for Elaine. Which, what are they going to be? Because she's also the queen of, or the daughter heir. You know what I mean? And also one of the most powerful Aes Sedai so far like they can't afford to really punish her for it but also it's brigitte literally one of the heroes of legend as her 
order. But I love that Elaine's like, so now I have to be a green because Rand is going to be my warder no matter what. If I have to share him, I'm going to have something that only I get. The one thing I, the one thing I would change about this. Okay. Because I actually really like the storyline. I think it's awesome. I like Elaine having Brigitte as a warder, especially if she does become Queen of Andor. My <laughs> only thing is I don't like that the bonding process can happen non-consensually. Fair. I find the uh, the ability to bond someone without their consent very strange because okay. it wouldn't be a good bond. Yes. Like, she's lucky that it's Brigitte, but, like, you're putting a lot of faith in someone... Which is... Through force. Yes, which mm -hmm. is why I think... Um, uh, Arisa, thank you for thank that, you for that super, super chat. chat. I appreciate that. I have no idea what that currency is. Me neither, but uh, we really If anyone knows it. what DKK currency is, I would love to know. So here's the thing. I think that that is actually going to be important later on, and I think mm -hmm. it is why you cannot bond a warder until you're full Aes Sedai, and they don't just teach it to you. Because if you were a dark a black Aja and you went around just you could just bond people without their consent, it's the big problem. And I think that that's oh, I, I think that yeah, that's yeah. part of it. And I agree, it's weird. I, I die. Oh, it's Danish. Oh, Danish Krona, so very cool. I want to go to Denmark so bad. I know it looks so. There's a nice. Danish pastry place in Toronto that yeah. I. It's like the Danish Patry House or something. I just want to go eat Danish food so bad. <laughs> one day. One day we'll make our way all around the Netherlands, all around Europe. I think we're going to go to Europe next year. We're going to try. We're going to try. Yeah. We, if we... prices are acceptable. Maybe. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just the, the bonding process being something that you can force on someone feels very off to me. Considering how intimate and important the relationship between the warder and the bonder after that is yeah and so uh, yeah I, I i'm not like i'm not uh, i'm i'm not saying that this in this case it's bad she's saving her life i think that it's the right thing to do here mm -hmm. um i just wish that it had been a like there had been like a like brigitte i the only way i can save you is this and brigitte like had been like somewhat out of it but still managed to consent somehow to the process that would have just made me like it more for sure i i think that it will be a <clears throat> point of their relationship potentially two or three books from now of like you did this to me and you didn't ask me at least I hope that it is going to come up. I don't think so in this case. I think Brigitte knows she was dying. Yes. Like, I, I, like, I think Brigitte, I, I don't know. I don't think Brigitte was the kind of character that would do that. Here's the thing. it's If, if you were in the hospital, yeah. for example, and you were in AMV a fan, thank you for that super chat. Oh, thank you for the super chat. Thank to you. To bond someone against the will is essentially rape among the Aes Sedai. Which makes sense. Yeah, but that's only like, yeah, that's their cultural idea of it, which is appropriate, right? Yeah, yeah. It makes sense that it's yeah, like yeah. a terrible thing. Yeah, yeah. But here's the thing. If you were in a coma... Yeah. dying in a hospital and they had to do some kind of very invasive surgery or whatever it was to save you and you couldn't consent they would still do it it you know it's a life-saving procedure well no, you would have to make that decision well no if you for example if you were traveling and your identification got lost you were yeah, yeah. you crashed in a plane or something oh, who knows right and they didn't know who you were they had no family members to ask yeah. if you were like a john doe in a hospital yeah they would have to do it to save your life yeah, but I wouldn't yeah. be mad at them for that. Well, but that's that's what I mean. It's it's basically this kind of instance. Although no, I guess I guess you do see that like there are people who like end up in wheelchairs and they do end up being yeah yeah yeah. I, I guess yeah. It, it's tough, right? And it's complicated, and it's not black and white really. So it, it does make it more fascinating. But I, I I am interested to see how this comes back in later books. I also mm -hmm. think 
and this is just me like spitballing i think that the process of like bonding a warder mm-hmm. and the like 13 aja 13 madral controlling a person i i wonder if those are like very similar and one stemmed from the other probably you know what i mean yeah. like uh, like you need one. The to, Black Aja yeah. took that information when well, they became bad and figured out how to literally like control. People. I actually don't think they're related. No. No, because one is about control, but I said I don't control their warders. They have no. They they don't like. I thought that they did have a no. No, Lan is independent. No, Moraine does that to Lan. She's like I. I changed your bond, and you will you will be compelled to go. You have to go find this person when I die. I don't, yeah, yeah. Right? I, th- I think that th- that can happen, but I think the regular bonding relationship, like, literally gives superpowers to the warder. I don't think that the control oh. of the Aes Sedai in the other one, I, they they're, get they're, they're probably offshoots of the similar use of the power, uh-huh. but I don't think that, like, one led to the other. I think that there was, like, probably another power that, like, was spun out into those. I'm pretty sure that the Aes Sedai can, like, slightly compel their warders. I mean, but I said I can slightly compel everybody. Uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah. I, yeah, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. They seem similar to me. And so, I like, I want that, like, backstory of them, like, if it if that was what it stemmed from, mm-hmm. you know, the, like, evil people taking this thing and making it, like... Chazelle says, imagine awful. bonding a Madral as a warder. That's cool. <laughs> Do you think Pat and Fane does that? Oh, no, Pat and Fane can't channel. I guess, yeah. But that would be cool. He you know what? Dagger, I though. want there to be one good Merdral. I want there to be a Merdral who's on the a good guys good team. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it'd be fun to have, like, <laughs> the smart. one. Yeah. We get Narg back. Uh... When the Horn of Valir is blown, Narg shows up, right? We are all in agreement. Narg is at the final battle as one of the heroes Obviously. blown back into existence yeah, by Matt. Yeah, he's one of the blown back into existence. Wow, Matt gets real busy. If um... you're good enough, you can blow someone back into existence. So, um... <laughs> So, yeah, that's it. Uh, Brigitte, Brigitte's really sad because um, mm-hmm. uh, Rocky is n- going to not have her as his love this lifetime. What? Whatever his name is. Rocky. Radden. I, I don't remember his name. Who? What? Her, like, boy toy that she always gets fun out with. Oh, G- uh, Gaidal? Gaidal, that's it. Sure. Rocky? Yeah, he reminds me of Rocky. Every time they're in a scene together, I imagine that I imagine Sylvester Sloan from Rocky being like, Hey, Brigitte. Hey, yo, Brigitte. We gotta go back and fight with the, uh, we gotta go back and fight. I literally, like, because he's, like, he's big, or he's not as tall as Nynaeve thought, and he's got, like, a scar on his face, and he's not that handsome, Uh but, like, Uh Brigitte thinks he's handsome, Uh and so every time I've just pictured Rocky Balboa. All right, Gaidal I don't know why. is I now just, Rocky. I, I just picture Sylvester Stallone as Gaidal. That is, that is, he's, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> we do need to speed up, though. Great. Uh, <laughs> all right, um, next chapter. Oh, um, uh, we need to say, Brigitte is going to shoot arrows at Nynaeve. And Nynaeve is like, um, you were dying a second ago. And Brigitte's like, go I'm fine. Go I'm fine. I got this. Uh, chapter 37, Nynaeve wow. pisses off everybody by constantly uh, doting on Brigitte. And Brigitte is like, fucking stop. Yeah, Brigitte is like, I used to like you, and now I don't. It's like, oh my god. Um, and so Nynaeve, uh, Nynaeve, because she is feeling guilty, she decides to wear the slutty red dress. Which I was like, 
That's some choice. <laughs> kind of sure. weird, but all um, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, the circus begins. And uh, Elaine, mm-hmm. it doesn't want to channel. Because Elaine is scared that the Forsaken or the Chosen, depending on whether or not you're a good or a bad person, mm-hmm. uh, might be near. And so Elaine can tightrope walk now. Perfectly. She's really good at it, in fact. Have you ever tried to do a backflip on a tightrope? No, me neither, because I value my life. Uh... <laughs> She's like, I did this with the power a couple of times. I can tightrope walk now. It's it's fine. I can yeah. do cartwheels. Yeah, I got this. I mean, she's like, I, like literally, I was like, what? What? Yeah. I understand. Mm-hmm. I understand that the one power allows you to do incredible things, mm-hmm. but this was a step too far for me. It, yeah. I didn't like this. Yeah, too far. You, you that, that suspension of disbelief is uh, kind of uh, ruined. Do you know how hard it is to do a cartwheel on, like, a balance beam, which yes, is twice as it. thick as this? I have. Like... I crushed myself and it hurt like a fucking bitch. But Elaine apparently is, like, a world-class chef. Elaine is, Elaine is starting to be a little bit Mary Suey. <laughs> Yeah. She can she's she the first person in a thousand years who can make a doms. Yeah. She knows how to bond people. She can tightrope walk without the power in like a week and a half. Yeah. Um like there's a couple of times there there this section in particular, I was like, is there anything this girl can't do? Um, well, I I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I like Seamus says the first time we met Elaine, she'd climbed a tree in a dress. She's pretty nimble. I can climb a tree in a dress. Climbing it, I could. I climb... could climb a fucking mountain in a dress. I can't walk a tightrope, yep. let alone cartwheel on one. It is a very. It takes years, and I know because I've worked with Cirque du Soleil. Yeah. I literally know people who can do this. It is so hard. Yeah, yeah. She's not good at communicating to Rand. There. She's not good at communicating. That's 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 her downfall, I guess. And she lives. She's also a good seamstress. No teachers, because the tightrope walker before her died. Yes. There is. Apparently, Tom taught her. No, Tom. No, Tom only taught her how to do a backflip. Oh, and she figured out how to do it. On she a figured out everything else. Tom taught her how to do a backflip. Maybe she's Tavirin. I. Literally, like, when when Nynaeve was like, she's not even using the power. And I was like, then, then what are we doing? Uh, yeah, I honestly, I but was We have like, to move on from it. Because I, I, I could complain about this for, like, four years. Yeah, don't I like it. I didn't like this moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, the one thing in the chapter is, we. I do want to mention that Elaine is um very candid with Julian and Tom about what happened. Yeah, which, yeah, yeah. Which, uh... And they finally tell Tom and Julian about the, the, the Chosen. Yes, very nice. Is it weird that I keep calling them the chosen? People keep calling us dark friends. Well, I'm not a good person. <laughs> Can't kiss a friend. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Uh, this is why they call Elaine one of the Supergirls. Isn't it the Wonder Girls? Supergirls, Wonder Girls, yeah, yeah, yeah. The same. Yeah, the, yeah. I just don't like it. It's a little too convenient, yeah. right? You know, for the guys, they're Tavirin, so you just kind of accept it, and the girls are just good at everything. Um, however, I did, yeah, I did just want to mention that Elaine does the right thing, um, with Tom and Julian, and I do really appreciate that. Um, I think it's necessary, especially yeah, yeah. in the kind of danger that they're in. Well, and I do, I really appreciated Tom and Julian being like, nah, we're good, we're here. Yeah, yeah, yeah Julian's yeah. like, screw me if I've ever left a woman in danger, like, I'm but not But also, gonna... oh, the fate of the world is at stake? What, am I gonna go farm? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm just going to go bury my head in the sand. I, I might as well so. help. Yeah, right? like, exactly. Um, And so uh, Nynaeve, while they're watching Nynaeve, uh, Nynaeve's like, hey, I know that guy. 
Uh, and so oh, she yeah. leaves the far. Oh no, she looks at the circuits and she goes, "Ah, there's plenty of time before my act." I, they don't seem to have a schedule because she gets <laughs> right? back perfectly in time for the act. There's no, no, no schedule. But not only that, but everyone else is performing at the same time. Yes. Like everything, like it doesn't seem like there are acts going on. It seems like the, there's like sections. I do not think Robert <laughs> Jordan has ever been involved in a live theatrical production. After reading this section. I was so, she was like, I've got time to leave. I was like, what do you mean you have time to like, leave? where's the stage How long manager? Is the circus? Yeah, that stage manager is going to be looking for you, calling for places, and you're not there. Rude. Rude. But every time she's like, I still have time till my act. I was like, you don't have a watch. What do you mean you still have time? What time is it? Yep. <laughs> How would you know summertime. what time you're going on if you're not there? Yeah, I don't. I The sun. She's got a sundial. So watch. she leaves. She leaves. She's um, like, hey, I recognize that guy. And yeah. follows him. <laughs> it's one of my favorite uh, Chicago style pizza places. Uno. Is that a real place? Yeah, in New York. Oh, okay. Uno Pizza. It's uh, good. Sure. Great. One of my best friends worked there in college, and so we would eat and drink there a lot. Um, but yeah, so Uno's just chilling. Yeah. Uno is here. He's like, hey, that girl <laughs> on the tightrope, she's very regal. And Alina's like, okay, get this, though. <laughs> That's the daughter heir. Am and I right? And he's like, she should not be wearing pants. <laughs> I know. Oh, God. It was, oh, it was great. The one, the moment later, uh, we'll get to that. Anyways, um... Yep, flaming Uno. Dakuna, did you just get an ad in the middle of the stream? Uh, we did not put it there. So. I did not turn ads on, so there shouldn't be ads during the stream. If anyone's getting ads during the stream, can you let me know? Because I want to find a way to stop that from happening. It shouldn't happen unless we... I know, that's why I'm confused. But Dakuna just said hashtag ad. Unless... Oh, me talking about Uno pizza. Oh, oh okay, 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 I was okay, like, okay, no, okay. no advertisements. <laughs> okay. Glenn. Um, Glenn Peterson, thank you for that. Thank uh, you. One of the things that set Wheel of Time apart from other mainstream fantasy at the time was that Wheel of Time characters kept secrets from each other. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. I, I really do. I do. You were saying a joke. Okay. I just wanted to make sure because they've been pushy with the ads lately. No, you're fine. We just, we're very, we don't, <clears throat> we don't know. Um, and so Uno's like, well, she should be wearing a, a dress because women should not wear pants, but fine. Uh, do you want to come meet the prophet? Masima? Yeah. Remember Masima? Yeah, that guy. We called that. We literally knew exactly who that was, the, the prophet, like three books ago. I think we called it. I, we always knew who it was. Did we know? Yeah, it was always Masima was talking about, he was spreading the gospel of the Dragon Rebellion. I don't know if it was ever actually said. Yeah, it was. Was it? Oh, okay. Yeah, because it was, because he wasn't the prophet at first. It was just Masima is saying, because, um, uh, Swan gets the letter on her desk saying Masima's spreading some man named Masima's talking about Dragon Reborn. Oh, okay. And then right, he becomes the prophet later. I'm not as smart <clears throat> as I think I am. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was not one that we called. But. Oh, okay. Um, gotcha, so gotcha, gotcha. The, uh, she's led into Samara. Uh, yeah. Thankfully, these next chapters, I think, are going to go a little quicker than the first. Sorry, I, I made that first conversation very long. Um, well, it was an important conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, they meet up with Reagan. Yeah. Fucking Reagan, man. Yeah. Terrible president. Um, <laughs> wow. Okay, then. Uh, okie dokie. <clears throat> uh, so, yeah, they're, they go to the prophet's house. Uh, they give up their weapons. Uh, and they go inside. And it's it's a crap hole, to say yeah. the least. Yeah. Um, because Masima, unlike um, real-world religious figures, uh, doesn't hoard wealth. Yeah, yeah. I, I love that Nynaeve is like... Oh yeah, these paintings and tapestries—they're mediocre. Mm-hmm. I'm like, 
you are a connoisseur of uh, tapestries and paintings now. Yeah, she literally says, it's been a year. I'm somewhat of a connoisseur of art now. Yeah, I was like, wow, I can I do that in a year? Because that's great. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. At no point in any of the books has she ever cared about that stuff. So no. it's weird that she's become a connoisseur. Not once. Like, who taught her that? Yeah, the only thing we've seen her, like, pay attention to is, like, clothes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this was kind of out of left field, but I was like, all right, cool. Um, I loved the line, mere mortals must obey. Mere mortals must, oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. she's like, just like this guy. So well, we see Masima with this noble woman, mm-hmm. right? Um, and, and she's. Not a noble woman, the queen of Gilgamesh. We find out is yeah, literally yeah. the queen who is like, what, the f- fourth queen? In yeah, yeah, fourth ruler in the span of like a year or something. No, fourth ruler since Masima got there. I, so a year? I can't remember. Oh, has it been a year? Okay. Uh, I'm actually I'm not 100 percent sure, but he mm-hmm. definitely's got he's uh he's he's been there for a bit and he's. Iris Bear says I also feel cultured after a museum visit. Ah uh, yes, me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love to wear my monocle and go down to the fine art museum and see all of the things that we pillaged from people around the earth. Wait, what? Um, what? Did I say something political? <coughs> Am I being political today? A little, little bit. You know what? I'm here for it. Um, Nynaeve is like, men are oak and women are willows. I must be a willow. I was like, okay, where did that come from? That could have been very useful for the last uh, five books. Oh, this is this is a saying that she says but does not practice. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. There is no willow in Nynaeve. There is only Alan Madrigorn's Willow. sturdy oak. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah. So, Masima. Six months. So, fourth rule in six months. Masima, crazy. Masima has convinced himself of the, this idea of Rand for, like, absolutely no reason. And it's funny because Regan and Uno were also both there. What do you right? mean, no reason? I mean, he's like. He has taken it upon himself to interpret what people should be doing based on, like, fighting with Rand and traveling with him for Mm, a bit? No, no. Based on being raised on the border, fighting this endless war, and Uh being told that this endless war ends when this man comes. Like, Masima, Masima, Masima exists in a world where he has been told his whole life that his people <laughs> will fight and die until Rand stops it, right? Mm-hmm. And so when he sees that man, and that man is as powerful as the prophecy says he would be, because he's seen, like, he saw Rand fight the devil in the sky. It's not based on nothing. It's not because they fought side by side with swords. He looked up into the sky and watched a, a, a moving painting across the world of Rand fighting the literal devil. Sure. Like, and so from that, he interpreted that, like, uh, wealth is bad, Aes Sedai are bad, uh, lust is bad. Like, he just he's just decided all of these things based on, like... Oh, yeah, anything that gets in the way of being there to help Rand at the final battle is bad to him. Yeah, yeah, But I'm saying it's not based on nothing. It's based on a fantastical moment. I just want to point that one out because I think you'll Buffy, Wheel of Time, Crossover can get some Willow into Nynaeve. Nynaeve does not come across as bi to me. No. 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 Nynaeve? She is, like, on the spectrum, she is very straight. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Nynaeve is only good. At, Nynaeve will only look at a vagina if there's a baby coming out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I do like saying the literal bevel. I think it's 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 one of my favorite things to say. <laughs> but but like I I don't know. I don't think it came from nowhere with. Um, Nynaeve is land sexual. <laughs> sexual. I, I don't think it came out of nowhere. I think that like what Masima saw in Falma, it would would if you saw that it would change the way you viewed everything. I Uno and Reagan are fine. They're like, yeah, Masima, he's taken this way too far. You know what I mean? Like, Mas- here's the thing. Masima saw a thing and now thinks that he knows best. He knows better than everybody else, including the yeah, other people m- who were there with him. That is, but that is not atypical for men. Fair. There are a lot of white men out there who think the exact same way about their thoughts. You know what? That's fair. They took like a women's studies class and now they think that they understand things. If you're silly enough to pay for Daily Wire Plus, you can find out all the things that they think. Great. I got ads for that today on Facebook. It was like, do you want to pay to listen to Jordan Peterson talk? And I was like, no. Absolutely not. I don't don't want to listen to Jordan Peterson talk for free. Yeah, I'm good. Thanks. Um... Look, I'm glad he's not dead. Um, But, you know... I'm not gonna listen to the man who ate only meat until he was in the hospital for eight weeks. It's not. Oh, that's, that's the not... man that Nynaeve is talking about when she's like, "These guys, too much meat. They just they only eat ham." Yeah, I was like, but I was just like, usually my targeted ads are pretty good. Yeah. Usually it's like software for video editing, like Pokemon clothes. Like they they know me. Yeah. yeah and then yeah. I got a Jordan Peterson ad, and I was like, Facebook. Why? Why? What's wrong? Uh, you know me. Blue, thank you for that super chat. This cannot be this. This can't be that hard. We should react to those deleted scenes from season one. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Oh my God, Kate. Guys, we're going to do a reaction to that. So yeah, we'll do reactions to the deleted scenes. That's nobody, awesome. Nobody spoil it. We'll put that up on the channel later for sure. Um, you listen to Jordan Peterson on Audible with our link. Don't do that. Uh, <laughs> um. Anyway. Anyway. Anyways. Um. Yeah, Masima is... I, I obviously has taken this way too far. Um, and Nynaeve is like, well, if he looks for a boat for me, she's like, I've been summoned by the dragon. And he's like, of course, you're basically the mother to the dragon reborn. So we have to do what we must. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Make sure you change. Because that dress, only for men. Yeah. I was like, wow, okay. The other thing as well is she was like, she, I love how she was like, why is Masima against marriage? There won't be any, like, farmers and stuff. And Uno was like, oh, no, no, he's not against marriage. He will just gather hundreds of people together and pair them off. And I was like... Yeah. Cult! <clears throat> Masima's going to have to be dealt with, unfortunately. Yes. He's not going to, like, bring anything to Rand. Rand is going to have to deal with him, he's and that's going to be un. Fortunate. Problem. Yeah. The only thing Masima will be good for is if he can if he take out some of the white cloaks first. <laughs> honestly, Rand may never see Masima. May, yeah, maybe. Honestly, he might, because um, um, not uh, nipple, whatever his face is. Um, nipple. Yeah, the the guy, the the leader of the White Cloaks. Pedro Nile. Pedro Nile. That's it. Nipple. All the letters are there. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Get off my dick. Pedro Nile. Yeah, nipple. <sighs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I am dyslexic. Um, the do you see how my brain works though? I do. All the letters are there yes. except for um, the R and the D. But. Yes. No, that's uh, if you take the two words and put them together. Yes. I kind of read it as nipple sometimes. Okay. Um, he is amassing his army nearby. So honestly, like him and Masima might go to war before. Um, 
Rand gets there. And I can't mm-hmm. imagine that Masima wins that. No. Right? The, especially because the White Cloaks are obviously trained warriors and he's got a bunch of, what, farmers? Yeah, and they're yeah. not well fed, right? Like no. they're running out of food, whereas the White Cloaks will be well stocked from their country. Yeah, for sure. Nerdy, you seem distracted this week. Freud would have a field day. It's a Sunday, guys. It's supposed to be my day off. It's a chaotic. I don't stream on Sundays anymore because I was like, I need one day off a week, and now I don't. This was supposed to be my day off, and we're here working, and I love it. The best, the the best work. Oh yeah, no, I'm having a blast. I think this has been a great show so far. I think we've had some really good conversations, (laughs) absolutely, and really good action. Satisfaction in me. Um, did you just bedumps that? Yes. Oh God, that wasn't funny. That was a bad joke. That's why it's funny. Uh, Josh, thank you for that super chat. To be fair, it's low-key amusing listening to Canadian Kermit the Frog rant about postmodern neo-Marxism. See, the thing you've got to understand is that if we were real men, we would go out into the forests and And we would cut down our own trees. Oh, my God. We would not need gas to warm our houses if we just burned more trees. Wow, yeah. And when my great-grandfather held an axe, he was a real man, okay? He only ate meat. He died at the age of 35. Yeah. And he was never home. My mother raised me by herself uh, on a diet of cigarettes and whiskey. Um, that's that's all I hear when I, he talks. It's just like waxing nostalgic about the days when uh, the, his dad the wasn't around. Stone Age days. Um, I like Punk Canuck saying, uh, also Punk Canuck. Mm-hmm. It's a great username. I love that. I wish that was my streamer name now. Punk Canuck. I'm not a like punk it. though. I feel like I couldn't pull that off. Uno's quip about Nynaeve getting paired off is hilarious and they missed it. Did we miss it? We didn't miss it. I want but... Nynaeve to get paired off by Masima. No, no. That would not end well for any party involved at all. <laughs> all right. Uh, so they leave. And Masima's like, I'll help you get a boat. And mm-hmm. she's like, cool. And then they're being followed by, hey, a white cloak. We were just talking about them. But Guess this is who? A, this is a specific white cloak. Guess who? Shocking. Guess who's there? Fucking Galad. Ruining everything. Not ruining everything. I love that Nynaeve is like, you know what? More two people looking for a boat is better than one person looking for a boat. Yeah. So I'm just gonna tell Galad everything. Also, Galad's confidence in that he could take Uno and Reagan, mm-hmm. sexy. Yeah. I'm not usually attracted to Galad, but like in this moment, I was like, it's kind of hot. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I get it. I get it. This is Galad. This is kind of hot. Yeah. He's just so he's so confident that he would win that fight. Oh yeah, he had he's he like not even like bats an eye. Yeah. Like uh, I was like, oh my god, he's uh wow. He's Galad honestly can get it. Yeah, and honestly, here's the thing. This this scene made me like him a lot. Me too. In a weird way because he me too. he's smart. Yeah. And and Nynaeve plays into his intelligence to get away from him. And I really like when characters do that. I really like when characters look at another character that mm-hmm. they need something from. And that they need them not to do something. She needs Galad not to come to the circus. Yeah. And so she just brings up, like, hey, if you come, it's going to bring a Like, they just sacked that other circus. If you come, it's going to be bad for Elaine and I. And Galad thinks it through, is intelligent, and knows that to get what he wants, he has to do what she's saying in that moment. And it makes me be like, oh, I, yeah, this is a, this was a good character interaction between these two. Yep. And it made me like Galad more, which was very strange. It made me like both of them more, to be honest. You know, like, Nynaeve makes the choice... To have an ally instead of an enemy. Mm-hmm. And it might bite them in the ass, but I get it. Like, I, I do. Yeah. I, I totally understand it. Uh, and so it's 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 one of those things where I'm, like, nervous about where this leads to. But I completely understand why the characters in this instance, like, make the decisions that they make, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I love that Nynaeve then goes to Elaine 
tells her and is like, he he swore. Like, he swore up and down yeah. on the your mother. And Elena's like, oh, well, yeah, okay, then we can trust him. And I was like, Fuck, wow, you guys, you know him really well. Yeah. Like, it's, uh, it, it was, it was really interesting kind of, uh, I guess character development is the right, is the right way to put it. Well, but also it helps that Sawan has been deposed, right? Because mm-hmm. now when, when Nynaeve is like, we're not going back to the tower because of this reason. Yeah, 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 yeah. He believes them because he knows that things are bad at the tower, right? And so like there, there is the, the world situation is benefiting them as well. Yeah. But also he is like, God, there's crazy stuff going on in places like Saladar. And then he was like, that's all oh my, oh, I've been you, trying oh. to think, God, oh my God, I've been trying to think of the word sal. Oh, it's Saladar. This whole time. We have eaten so many salads and none of them made me think of Saladar. I know. And she was like, he even said it at the end, but I was too distracted by how hot he was. And I was like, fucking, are you serious? Like. He said Saladar before, but I was just so wet. Like, naive. Come on. Um. So she's like, all right, bye. We've got to go. See you later. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so she Oh, goes, and she's also like, Uno, also don't come to the circus. Like, you guys are going to draw way too much No, no, attention. one of you come every night. Not, like, into it, but, like, yeah, you yeah. go here, you ask for Nana. I will pay I will pay your bills now. You work for me. And they're like, oh, there's 15 more of us. And she's like... And she's like, what? <laughs> she's like, my no, bank it's good. account. No, it's good. But, but it's not her bank account. I know, I know, I know. Nynaeve is so stingy with money that was free. Yeah, <laughs> like, I Nynaeve. know. We're given this money for the mission. Mm-hmm. You're not like trying to save up to buy a house when you get back. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter how much money you have at the end of this. Yes. Yeah. Like if the world ends, it doesn't matter. Um. So yeah. So now they kind of have their own mini army. Yeah. So yeah. that's cool. That's nice. It's gonna be very fun. Yeah. And and like the I, I like the Borderlanders. They're cool people. They are cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do enjoy the Borderlander stuff a lot. Um. You know what's interesting? Oh my god, wait. Not to go all the way back to Megadeon, because we're kind of done with her. Uh-huh. But her tying off Leandrin is like the tie-off on Moraine in the show. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. But who's powerful enough to undo it? The show's going to make it Nynaeve. Nynaeve's going Nynaeve's gonna to get real angry, and she's going to be the one that breaks that shield. I wonder, or or if Nynaeve, because she's the one who can, like, heal, that she's really good at untying knots. No, I think you have to, like, I think the shield has to be overpowered. I don't think it's, like, an intricacy thing. Okay. Because if it was an intricacy thing, then it wouldn't, then Mogadine wouldn't say that it's about someone powerful enough to do it. It's going to have to be someone powerful enough to undo... It'll never be undone. It'll have to be broken. Or maybe he'll die and it will be undone. Like, maybe, like, it can only stay on her as long as he's alive. So maybe killing him will undo it. Oh, so when Rand finally stabs him, it'll undo it. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Or or Egwene will cry on it. (laughs) Didn't catch that. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. Swan is good with fishing knives. (laughs) I want it to be that. Could I you want it imagine? to be that too. That would be very funny. She's like sitting there, like trying to untie invisible. Anyways, um, chapter forty-one. Um, yeah. No, 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 no. No. What I miss? No. They, Nynaeve goes back to the camp. Yeah. And uh, she's like, she tells him what's up. Still time for the circus. Uh, and so oh, yeah. Brigitte shoots arrows at her. Right, 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 right. That does happen. And she takes off her dress, and everyone's like. <gasps> 
And he's titties. Oh, but we also didn't see um, uh, uh, Val and Luca went looking for her because he's like, oh, she Oh, likes, yeah, Val and Luca's like in Samara. rough men. Okay, I'm gonna go get her and teach her a lesson. I was like, oh, God. I yeah, everyone left to go look for her because she didn't pay attention to the fact that once you're at places, you can't leave the theater, yeah. Naive. The stage manager there says no. There are rules no. to these things. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I've worked on the show Smash a few yeah, times yeah. in season one. And one of my favorites is we shot um, a scene in Central Park or in uh, in Times Square where Megan Hilty um, left the theater in her costume from the show, and her and uh, whatever the other girl lead was. Um, oh, I love her too. Um, Dark haired girl. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, she's also great on the Scorpion. Um, they they sang a song. Well, drink to that. Yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. Hey. We filmed all night in Times Square one night, and then the show came out, and the number of my theater friends who are on uh, online being like, no freaking backstage person would ever let a broadway actress leave in her costume what is this bullshit and i was like guys it's it's a television show i don't know what to tell you yeah people were so upset that she left her in her costume yeah it's almost as bad as watching actors like eat in their costume when it's like an on a film thing like no no no. we're not supposed to but all actors eat in costume yeah but you at least put something over top so that they they don't know no we tell the costume people that we do that but we ever all actors eat in costume you are the worst yeah uh so uh yeah so Nynaeve gets shot at but it it goes okay yeah it goes fine because Brigitte is oh no but Nynaeve is also like we can do it in the morning and I'm like when what what is what is the schedule of the circus it's a 24 hour circus obviously no they work it in shifts um, yeah, so chapter 41? We're done with Nynaeve and Elaine. Yeah. Bye, girls. We'll see you next week. Honestly, there was actually some interesting stuff in this circus part, but just the fact that Elaine... Some? Uh, it's been 90 minutes, and we've gotten through five So chapters. chapter 41, uh, Rand uh, gets uh, binoculars made for him. Um, <laughs> on a tower. A tower with They're binoculars. They're telescopes. They're telescopes not binoculars. Telescopes are for the sky. No, telescopes are... Aren't telescopes when it's one... Probably. And yeah, because it's a telescope. I know it's, binoculars is two, but it just. It, and I always, technically he gets one binocular. It just isn't connected. Because there's one for there's one for there's Rand, two, yeah, yeah. and then there's one for there's everybody two, else. They're just not attached. There's exactly. there's two, and they telescope like this. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. No, it's a telescope, and so uh, they build a tower. A spyglass. That's the fantasy word for it. Thank you. He says simply a nocular. <laughs> oh my god. A spyglass is a telescope. No, 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 it's not. A spyglass is um Ooh, actually they're probably spyglasses. They're probably not telescopes. Yeah. Telescopes uh, by necessity telescopes move, right? Like telescopes what? can change. A spyglass is two lenses that have a set distance, right? A t- the, the what what makes a telescope a telescope is that when you telescope, when you do the like action of the telescope, it changes the distance that you can see. So, like telescopes have oh. a varying um, range, varying ranges, because you can shift the glasses inside to look at different, like like a lens in a camera, a oh. zoom lens. Right. Whereas uh, a spyglass is like a prime lens, and that there is one thing that it can see. Cool. Okay. Yeah. I um, and so yeah, he builds a tower, and he's looking at Kyrian, and it's bad. It's it's not a good situation. It is. It's bad. And they see Kuladin get attacked by flying spears. I'm probably wrong about that. Chat's about to explain that I'm I'm wrong. Oh God. Ecros says telescopes don't have to be adjustable. I'm wrong. Um. Okay. All right. Cool. Um. So Randa gathers together the Tarans, and he gathers together some clan chiefs, and he's like, "All right. Um, 
Well, we're gonna we're gonna do it tomorrow, Egwene. Do you wanna do you wanna use the power? And Egwene's like, yeah. Yeah, I love that Maureen can't. What do you mean? Like I can't attack. Like yeah. can't like it's like they're in this situation where she's she's set her oats. Exa- yeah, exactly. Oh, oh I just yeah, mean yeah, yeah, like yeah. in this situation, it's like God, she could be. I mean, I guess she's healing people, so she's helping. But she probably has so much more in-depth knowledge for, like, how to go about fighting. And she's like, wow, I can't. No way. Yeah, and uh, so the only problem, the only thing in the way of the the plan Mm -hmm. is a a man named... Look, guys, I think this is Digimon. I think that Digimon are in the Wheel of Time. Uh His name is Weramon. Oh, that guy. I was like... I, I'm. He's a Digimon, right? Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Agumon evolves into Greymon, who evolves into Were-Greymon, who evolves into Weramon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So um, the Digimon uh, from Tyr, uh, he's, 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 Rand doesn't want to deal with him, so he sends him back. He's like, <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. He's like, you are stupid. Go do something else. You're dumb. Leave. Oh my god. No, I love that. He's like, let me at them. <laughs> Literally, and yeah. Rand is like, no, like holding him by his scruff. Like Yeah, no, no. Rand's like, I I I I don't need you. Go go home. Yeah. Leave everybody else, but you go home by yourself. Yeah. Yeah, basically. He's like, I need you to do other things. Go occupy yourself. Um, yeah, I, I what do you the the weird spears that like fly at Kuladin and his men are like was I thought that was going to be power? so relevant later. Me too. And, and it, it wasn't. come back. And so I was like, I, I wanted to like ask you what you thought it was. Like, do you think that they have like a scorpion from Game of Thrones? Or like... I, I, but I have no idea. It literally, they make such a big deal about the fact that Kool-Aidin doesn't get hit by the spear. Yeah. And then the spears are never brought up in the entire battle sequence. And I was like, okay. No, they are mentioned very briefly in passing that occasionally like a spear would fly from Kyrian. Ky- All right. Like... I don't know. It was, it was, it, I, I thought that they were going to matter more and they didn't. There yeah. was, they were never like, yeah. 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 It was interesting. They so. have, they have ballistas, I guess, or scorpions or whatever. They have, they have them, but I, I was waiting for it to matter and it didn't. And it, it didn't. didn't. Yeah. Matter. I thought it would be more important, but it wasn't. Um, yeah. So, uh, so they're going to fight. They're going to fight tomorrow. People say it comes back. Okay. Okay. Cool. 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 All right. Oh, maybe they get like attacked. You know what I mean? Like maybe they, maybe Rand has to man a ballista. It's like in all of the Call of Duty missions where like eventually you get stuck on like a sitting gun and you just have to take out like a wave of enemies. Of Rand course. has to do one of those missions of course, next week. Of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So we cut to. If um, this will go over to the next thing. Yep, there it is. Matt is like, oh, you guys. You know what? I d- I don't want to fight anymore. Yeah, he's like, I'm good. And like Melindra. I'm not going to marry her because she doesn't know shit about the nine moons. So, you know, I think I've had enough sex with this woman. Yeah. Um, I'm going to peace out. I'm going to, I'm going to go off to, um, Dakuna just deleted everything. And sex, they both did. Um, so, uh. Y'all here, real quick. Um, if, if we speculate about things or whatever, don't confirm it. You know, like, we we appreciate that you guys are... I think are... they just deleted every time someone said ballista because people kept saying it. <laughs> They're like, that word is banned. Yeah. Um, uh, this is just your friendly reminder that you guys are... You know what we should start doing? What? We should add a banned term each week. Like, one word. And the chat has to find it. Why would we 
that. For fun. It was just the, we'll we'll ban we'll we'll find a word every week that we ban, um, and then chat has to like Tell figure out what that odd. week's. <laughs> chat has to figure out what the banned word of the week oh is. Oh my god, that'd be fun. Oh, that that's so chaotic. Um, thank you, mods. First of all, you guys, you know we appreciate the heck out of you. Um, second of all, it's never anything personal if the mods delete your message. They are trying to protect us as best as they can from any amount of spoiler. Protect us. They are. We are we babes <laughs> that need to be sheltered. From Wheel of Time spoilers. Oh my god. Um, this, I, guys, this episode might be our best episode, but it is so unhinged. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly why it's Ban the word power, that would be a funny week. No, taint. I'm never banning the word taint. So uh, Matt, Matt is, Matt is, uh, he's, he's with Melindra, but he's like, I, I need to peace out. Uh, and so he decides to do that. Uh, while Melindra's not there, he's, he, he heads to the tent to go like, um, he heads to the tent to go to Rand's tent, uh, and he walks in and he's Rand's not there, and he's like, oh, "Of course, Rand's not here. There weren't eighty-five women outside." Um, <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Because Rand is a baller." But Asmodian is there, obviously, and he's like, "Well, all right, I just am gonna just wait here, I guess." And Stop then Lan- talking to me. <laughs> and then Land shows up. No, not yet. Land shows up in the middle of uh, Rand because Matt is already over at the table. Oh, yeah, he goes to look Matt, at the table, Matt goes to look and at the maps. then Lan shows up. Um, and Matt, he's looking at these maps, and he's, like, lifting stones to read things. Because he's like, I don't want to talk to Asmodian. So I'm yeah. just going to, like, I'm just gonna ignore pretend you. to, I'm going to pretend that I care about this. Yeah. And then he's like, God damn it, I know what to do. Yeah. Matt's got that big brain. So Lan walks in, and Lan is like, so what's up? And, and he's this, like, this is the moment that it starts being one of my all-time favorite sections. Yeah, yeah, This, yeah. this moment is really cool. onwards. Because Matt is there, and he's just chilling, and Lan is like, so, um, general conversation starter. <laughs> and Matt is like, so weird, Lan is usually, like, super quiet. Um, and then just, like, tells him exactly the battle plan that he should do to have the best chances. Yeah. And Lan is like, oh, cool. Interesting. Wow, that's very fascinating. And Asmodian's sitting there like, Literally, he's like, the fuck is, who the hell is this guy? Yeah, and I, what I really appreciated about it is the attention to detail that Matt has to put to the four clans that they don't know what side they're on yet. Yeah. Um, because... Because they could fuck shit up. They could fuck shit up, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But the whole fight would have gone much easier if they had known that those four clans weren't going to be a problem. Because they weren't, you know what I mean? Like, after the fight, they just joined Rand. Yeah. But um, they, they have to plan for that. Mm-hmm. And so, oh, no, guys, best adult dating site. Sex bot, you, you're you supposed to show up for Smut Corner. You're early. God damn it. But also, we're married. Never so. hiring these bots ever again. Hiring these bots? I don't think you can joke about that, because people might think That's we actually true. pay for viewers. I, legal, I, am, I did not. We don't pay for viewers. No. We don't need to. Our community fucking rocks. Hell yeah. Um, But, so, <laughs> Matt is in this position where he's like, Okay, are those four joining up? We don't know yet. Okay, well then this is what you have to do. And he lays out the plan. Yeah. And Lan is like, that's my boy. He's Lan has a single tear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lan has that single dad tear where he's like, man, it's utterly fascinating. Like literally, I've read this a section. I was like, holy shit. And then you find out later that Rand sent Lan in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To 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 find out what Matt knew, like to prod him without. (laughs) I was like, what's happening? Like. 
Yeah, because Rand Rand knows that Rand knows that uh, Matt went through that the door that was yep. like the door that he went through, right? Yep. And so he's like, something might have happened in that door. Yeah. Let's um, let, let go 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 watch. Go go start shit. Hey, land. Go yeah. start shit. Go I, start I need some... a land that I can be like. Go start shit. Go start some shit. Thanks. And so basically, mm. Matt lays up the battle plan, and Rand comes in and is like. Yeah, that's mostly what we were going to do, but we'll, we'll, we'll take we'll, that into we'll consideration. We'll take some adjustments. All right, yeah. you run off, you do your thing, and let's uh, let's let's prepare for opening night. Yeah. Um. So uh, Matt is like, I'm leaving. And Ren's like, okay, cool. And Matt's like, you're not going to try and stop me? And he's like, did I try and stop Perrin? And Matt's like... Touche. Oh, fuck, you didn't. <laughs> huh. Yeah. So Matt, yeah, okay. Matt is like, wow, I don't feel the need to stay. This is really nice and refreshing. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm out of here. And then he leaves and is never heard from ever again. Yeah. And then the Aiel are like, all right, we're going to add a couple of things that Matt said, but we're basically good to go. Uh, yeah. Tomorrow? Tomorrow? Everyone good uh, tomorrow? for tomorrow? Good for your call times? Great. Places? Everyone know what to say to your people? Cool, 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 Places? Cool, 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 cool. And then we get the chapter that has probably one of the coolest chapter titles of all time. This Place, This Day. Mm-hmm. I read that and I was like, fuck yeah. Like let's shit's go. about to hit the fan. Yeah. Um, and so <laughs> you have a scanny who you can tell the start shit. <laughs> it's true. Scanny will start shit for me. Uh, scanny is chaos. Oh, we're playing Fortnite with them tonight. Probably, yeah. I, I don't okay. know if Fanta can because B and D, but we'll we'll message Scanny. Um, sorry, we're just like <laughs> sorry. We're the most ridiculous couple. Oh man. <laughs> Anyways, this is the least professional podcast. On the internet. Uh, but, I think you said most incorrectly. But we are we are the number four book podcast in Argentina, so. In our, what? Let's go. What's up, Argentina? Or at least that was true a few months ago. When you looked at it. Maybe we're number three now. We, maybe we're number three now. Maybe. <laughs> Someone messaged me. They're like, you're the number four book podcast in Argentina. And I was like. Amazing. What the fuck? We'll take it. All right. I love that for us. I would love if there were like four book podcasts in Argentina. (laughs) (laughs) We're last. Like they're all, every other one has been banned by the government or something. Oh my God. Incredible. (laughs) So Rand wakes up early because he's like, oh man, a lot of people are going to die today. Yeah. Um, I I don't know. If I was like going into a battle, I don't know. I would sleep either. Well, no. Part of the reason why he didn't sleep is um, uh, Avienda changed in front of him with the lights on the night before. And he was like, God damn it, woman. He's just too hard. He can't. He's a stomach sleeper, but he can't roll over. (laughs) (laughs) That's not that's not really how that works. Sure. It kind of is like it's a lot of you just kind of like end up like getting a little humpy with your mattress. Um, (laughs) Are you a stomach sleeper now? I'm not hard when I go to bed. Fair enough. I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to follow that up with anything. There was a moment of silence and then they moved on. Uh, It's about to get dark in here. Yeah, so once again, Rand is not letting the maidens near danger because he is this hung up on his idea that women need to not die for him. Yeah. Uh, which is really pissing off all the women in his life who want to be warriors. Yeah. And I'm excited for when the tension of this breaks. Yeah. When it's they, to. like, give him a spanking. Because it's Robert Jordan, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Um. Uh, so Lan is like, hey, dude. Uh, I see you have a sword on your hip. Wait. Wait. No, I think the this fuck is are you doing? my favorite, um, my favorite line. Okay. 
Clarus, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to our favorite segment, Clarus's favorite line. Oh, is this a segment now? Wait, oh no. I was just trying to, I was trying to give you time You're to find it. You're trying to give it. me time. I, I understand. I understand. Um. Oh, is this the sad boy Rand line? Oh no, it's not this. It's at the end of, maybe it's at the end of 42. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, Rand has no time for. Yes, this is it, guys. Guys. If you've ever been a 14-year-old uh, who listens to emo music, um, so has Rand. Uh, the last line of this chapter is, Tears were a luxury he could no longer afford, not even inside. <laughs> Thank you. That's it. That's the end. Thank you. Not Robert even Jordan. inside. Not even inside, guys. Yeah. Uh, my favorite line. You know those inside tears. <laughs> of the whole. Those inside tears. They spicy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is when I'm reminded that Rand is like 19 years old. Yes. It's yeah. moments like these that really bring it back to, uh, to, uh, you know. Guys, I don't know why you're reality. that freaked out about I'm not hard when I go to bed. If I'm if I'm horny, I deal with it before I try and go to sleep. Yeah. I don't just like what, lie there hard all night. That's like why, why would I do that? being married is nice. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm hard, my wife takes care of it. That's That's what marriage that, that's is. That's the agreement. Yeah. It's in the vows. Which you can watch on a, you can go watch our vows on YouTube. That's true. Our wedding is on um, YouTube. Anyway, sorry. It's my, why do you keep bringing that up today? It's my favorite line, and I just it needed to be. That mentioned. video is not monetized. Why are we bringing it up? That's true. We make no money on it. Um, so um, Rand runs into Egwene and Avienda, and they're like, "We're gonna go climb the tower and do magic shit from the top of the tower." Yep. Oh no, Land Land mentions the sword because he's like, "You want to go fight Kuladin." Oh. Uh, and Rand is like, no, what the fuck are you talking? I just, no. I'm wearing a sword, dude. Like, just, fuck just off. Stop reading into this. It's nothing. But I really, you're not my dad. I really, I really liked Rand saying, um, <laughs> I'm not going to fight him with a magic sword. It would be like fighting a child. And I'm like, Rand, fight him like he's a child. Like, kill him. Yeah. Don't be noble. This guy's a this dick. This isn't the time. He does not deserve your G it toe or whatever it is. The... Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. He doesn't deserve it. Just no. kill him. Yeah. But yeah, Rand's like, nah, I can't use my magic sword against him. I only use my magic sword against everyone else that I've killed with it. Yeah. Fuck those guys. <laughs> my light saber. Oh, God. Uh-huh. So Rand and Egwene, they go up to the tower and they study the field. And they're like, all right, you ready to do some shit? And they're like, let's do some shit. And then they do some shit. They do. They do, in fact. Some shit was done. Do some shit. <laughs> uh, and Rand just starts to, like, burn hills to, yeah. the, to cinders. There's lightning. There's storms. There's fireballs. It's a, you know, basic. It's a regular like, fight in d, d d Yeah, combat session. Exactly. Um, um, except without any sort of, like, distance rules. Yes, which is really convenient, yeah, yeah, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just takes more energy, which they, they, you know, they do talk about that it is harder for them to channel at, like, farther distances, mm. which was, which was, uh, I think, worth mentioning. Because otherwise, you could just be like, uh, yeah, I'm just going to send a fireball over to uh, Sanchin. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, I think it was, you know, worth mentioning. Well, once, once they understand the gateways, though, they could do that. True. Like, Rand could just pop through gateways and drop a fireball and get out and drop, you know what I mean? That's an interesting fighting tactic. Yeah, it's basically what, that's basically the whole Department of Mysteries fight from the Fifth Harry Potter movie, which, as cool as it is, as it is watching it is nonsense. It is Because everyone is teleporting so much. The teleporting thing that they, anyways, we're yeah, not no, here The to, movie version of that was really hard to watch. We aren't here to talk. Um, but it was so and cool. And non-verbal spell, anyways, yeah, no, yeah. we don't, we're moving on. 
Um, well, and the fact that everyone just casts the same spell all the time. Yes. But there's no difference. It was yeah. random light spell. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it yeah. was basically, oh, these are guns now. Yes. Yeah. Wands are guns. Any. Matt's point of view. Um, Matt is like leaving. He's yeah. like, fuck this shit. I'm going to peace out. I'm going to go take the road south, getting out of here. And he's just like trotting along on Pips. He's like, all right. And he sees some Tyrian and Carrion men. Highway. Wait, the, the Digimon is not with them. The Digimon um, has been sent home. Yeah. And so he's like, oh, they're going to die. I, I You know what? I'm just going to go tell them they're going to die. Yeah. He's like, I Let's see those Aiel. They missed them. You know what? I'm going to just give them a friendly warning. Be like, hey, brother. Yeah, yeah. There's guys up there. Just, you know, watch out. And so he goes and he warns them. And he's like, you know what? I should also like give them a battle plan. That, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, that makes sense. It's the logical thing to do. Yeah, yeah. It's the next step. Yeah, I'm a nice guy. Yeah, yeah. So he does that. Uh, and then he's like, okay, oh, I should also, I should go tell these lancers what to do. Yeah. Or no, I should tell these, like, these cavalrymen what to do. Yeah. And the cavalrymen are like, we need to split in half. Yeah. Uh, I'll do it if you'll do it. And Matt's like, fuck. It's like, okay, just this one okay, time. Okay, well, if these guys die, that's on me. Yeah, it's like, oh, and I don't want these people's blood on my hands. So, like, okay, fine. You know so what? So, six hours later, Matt has fought every single person in the Shido army. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> including Kuladin himself. Yeah. Literally. Matt's like, how did this happen? It's literally the SpongeBob, like, six hours yeah. later. <laughs> but, like, but that's why I loved this section so much, especially yeah, oh, the yeah. Matt stuff. Oh, my God. I've been waiting, like... I, I've really enjoyed Matt's sections so mm-hmm. far. Like, definitely. This, like, pushed it over the top for me. It was so yeah, oh, yeah. good. So well written. We've talked about Robert Jordan writing combat mm-hmm. and how time just seems to kind of disappear, which is, is it, 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 it makes it feel super visceral, but also super um, detached. Like, at the same time, I don't know how he does that. It's yeah. really incredible. How, okay, how do you pronounce the word talmenes? Talamanes. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Have you ever heard Arnold Schwarzenegger say mayonnaise? No, I have not heard Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mayonnaise. <laughs> it's mayonnaise. Oh, my God. You've got God. to put some mayonnaise on your sandwich. <laughs> Match him, Catherine, a series of fortunate events. I see, tr- truly. Yeah. Truly. That is so funny, Becca Karn. Uh, Talmanese. Talmanese? I, I, Talmanese yeah. Tal- Tal- pronounced goat. I like him a lot. Great. We, we've never, yeah. like, he might have been mentioned earlier, but we've never spent time with him. He's, he's a really been, cool character. He's been mentioned, but, yeah. um, yeah, actually, like, him, him being there, here's the thing. Characters, to me, are so fascinating when they can see, I don't want to say greatness, but, mm-hmm. like, intelligence, at least, in other people. Yeah. That, what that guy's saying, that makes sense. Yeah. And he's like, you know what? I'm smart enough to know that this guy knows what he's doing. So I'm gonna stick with that guy, yeah. and it and it pays off for them, right? Like they're able to, to really deal a, a, like a, a blow to to the Shido army. Um, yeah, and and also help prevent like, um, or maybe I'm getting that backwards. What the, the one of the other clans? No, they show up near the end. That's like that's that's later. Yeah. That's the next day. But that's what I mean. This whole like chaotic battle war fog. Is so well done by Robert Jordan. I'm always blown away every time. Um, Catharac says during Nerdy's rating video, I thought that Matt would have been S tier if he had done it one week later. Yeah. Yes. Because right now I'd rank him an S tier character. I yes. loved this section so yes. much. This section this, was incredible. This section did for Matt what the Battle of Emmonsfield did for Perrin. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like it, it really solidified like what his value to the series is. Yes. As much as we do miss Perrin in this book, I 
Do you Who? think he's going to be in it at all? Who? He got bail fired. I don't know who you're talking about. Our boy. Our boy. I know. Perrin, boys. I, I think he's going to get, like, one chapter at the very end, but that's, like, it. Yeah. Yeah, I have no idea. Um, so, uh, we come back to Rand. We're now in chapter 44. So, there's only three chapters left, and we're still under two hours. We crushed it. We, we turned the ship we turned around. this around. I also thought of a good t-shirt idea. Oh, um, it's like um, these t-shirts that we never these make. These t-shirts that never get made. Um, but it just says I'm no bloody hero, and mm -hmm. it's kind of the outline of like the shadow of Matt, like riding away on a horse with his hat and his spear. Mm -hmm. Like just like kind of the outline of it, of like like you don't like the color is maybe like the sunset behind it. Anyways, yeah. yeah. Um, John, thank you for that. You do super you chat. do the you do like a circle. Yeah, exactly. And then the silhouette of Matt cut out. Yeah, of it. and yeah, it just yeah. has the the inscription in the middle. Aaron is on honeymoon. <laughs> Finding North Harbor. Uh, John, thank you so much for that super chat. That's very funny. Talmanis. Talmanis. Johnny Arbor, thank you. He's Italian. Um, Talmanis. Right? I think that's a great t-shirt. It's a me, a Talmanis. Maybe, maybe we'll get that one made. Maybe. Because uh, maybe we'll actually remember that one. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I've, anyways, anyways. Um, I still like, I cross my arms under these. No, no, no! It's just a pair of arms, just, a pair. just like crossed, like in front, like this. Oh man! Oh man! Yeah, yeah. Very well. Um, so. <laughs> Berserker says, "Nerdy, if your stream lasts longer than four hours, please can please consult a doctor." <laughs> I I've streamed I I've streamed more than four hours many thirty six. Well, no, but like the thirty six hour stream went poorly. Uh, but like I've streamed twelve hours easily many times. Yes, yeah. you have. Yeah. I only do it when I'm playing Civ. It's just I get lost. Yeah. Um. Anyways. So, uh, Rand is Rand is channeling. He's tired. He's yeah. a tored boy, but he's Our channeling boy. like crazy. He's blowing stuff up. He's throwing lightning. No, the girls are throwing lightning. He's just like straight I up murking shit. And uh, suddenly, out of nowhere, uh, he feels another man channeling, and he's like Osmodian. Yeah. Um. But no, it's not Osmodian. It's not. It's our boy. Sammy Davis Jr. Well, we don't blowing know. Blowing the tower down. Yeah. We don't know that it's him. Yeah, we do. Do you think so? Do you think he would put himself in that position? Because he is already very upset um, about what he's, like, agreed to do with the other Forsaken. This is what he's agreed to do, though. You think so? Yeah. Okay. I'm just checking because I'm actually not sure. I think he takes a shot at Rand. He misses. And he runs away. That's that's what... Fair. If yeah. it was Raven, he wouldn't have run away. Right, right, right. He takes his shot, he misses, and he runs like the coward that he is. Yeah. Like the jealous little, you know, sniving coward that is Samael. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, I don't know. It doesn't make it sense for it to be anyone else. I guess so. That we've met. Well, I don't least. know. Yeah. If yeah, it yeah. was some random person, I guess that's different, but. Yeah. Um, um. There's also, Rand brings up, like, he's like, I don't even know how much collateral damage I'm doing. And I was like, yeah, your strategy's terrible. It's. It's it's like in our modern war for people to be in a firefight and for there to be planes just dropping bombs randomly, not yeah. knowing where the combatants are, because you can't kill any Shido from afar with magic without also killing your own people. Well, exactly, because they're and fighting spear to spear. They're not, you know what I mean? Like it's not like they're in like regimented lines. Well, and it's hard. I feel like they're probably all dressed the same from a distance. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like you can't tell. Yeah, and it's yeah, that's tough. Like this is where like. Rand is kind of like cutting himself off emotionally, right? Nimbi under name says Rand glass to hill. Next step, planets. What is this? Halo? <laughs> what is this? Yeah, no, there's definitely like um friendly fire going on and it's 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 tough. 
Yeah, I agree with Seasting. We have whole Forsaken chapters saying this was the plan, to bait Rand into coming after him so the others can gang up. Yeah, so th this is definitely Samael. Okay, It'd yeah. It'd be weird if it wasn't. He does the one thing and runs away. Because Raven, Raven is busy. Yeah. It, like, yeah, it would be weird for it to be who. If it's not Raven, Samael, or Asmodian, who would it be? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, the tower, Samael blows the tower to smithereens. Yeah. And um, the they all fall. I'm assuming the girls survive because they fall on their massive bosoms. Yeah. Um, which just provide the cushioning, like airbags. Of course. Uh, to stop them from getting hurt on the ground. Thank you, Robert Jordan, for providing that um, for us. <laughs> Um, so Rand, uh, Rand's, uh, little wound is open again because... They fell. Yeah. They fell. Do you think um, this wound ever gets healed or is it just, just, do, do we hear him complain about it for 10 more books? No, I think, I think it's going to be like Aragon, mm. um, where there's some kind of like ritual The magic that, dragon tree heals him? Exactly. The bl Agathe Blotrin, um, is going to like, they're going to take the dragon. I'm sorry, what? The Blotrin. It's like the, 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 oh, with the... The 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 Blotrin? Yeah, it's like... Is that the, how it's pronounced? I, I'm assuming that's how it's pronounced, Agadi Blodren, because it's... The O has the the dots on the top. Eric says their bras double as parachutes. That's a big cup. Oh, yeah. right. Why didn't I think of that? They also land directly on Rand. Hot. Well, he does grab them. That's how I got hurt when I was in high school. Yeah, on stage a girl All fell... All these women uh, falling on top of you? Yeah, uh, on stage at um, Grandstand. Oh yeah, yeah off yeah, the yeah. tap steps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how that's how I got my right knee injury. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, two women fell on me on stage, and uh, two girls, not like two fellow dancers. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that I fucked. That's how I messed up my knee. That's yeah. how I ended up in physical therapy. Um, Love for that. a year and a half of my life. Um, yeah. <laughs> Live theater, ladies and gents. There's nothing like. And it. I wasn't an employee, so I didn't get workman's comp. It's complicated. Uh. But yeah, I've literally been in this situation. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so Rand is like, if I'm going to fight, I need to get closer. And the girls are like, no, don't do it. And he's like, I'm going to do it. And they're like, fine, we're coming. I do love, though, that um, the one, the one. Oh, no, he's like, Soralia, leave some women behind, but uh, we need some Fardarius made to come with me. And yes. Soralia's like, all right, I'm going to bring the ones you don't want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they mother you. Well, but it was also the ones that were not injured, right? He's like, anyone who is injured has to tend to their wounds. Anyone who is like. In a in a hundred percent health, yeah. which she's not, but she's like ah fuck it, um, will come with me, um, as uh, protection, right? Um, and uh, uh, yeah, and and this is where it's like kind of like a war haze, right? Yeah, yeah. Where it's suddenly hours later. JJ Puckhead says Avi's speech. Don't skip it. Can you find it really quick? Yes. Should be forty two. Forty two? No, no, no. It's a uh, forty four. Because I don't remember exactly what she said, but. Well, she tells him that. Like, it's at the beginning. It basically, like, that he's being dumb, um, which is, like, uh, shocking. Uh, nope, that's Asmodian. Sulin, not Soralia. I'm sorry, guys. Oh. There's too many fucking... Right, she's the, the wise one. Mm-hmm. There's, there's too many fucking characters in this fucking book. Um, this one. Yeah, yeah. You have taken away what we are, what we were. You must give us something in return Something to be. We need you. I need you, not for myself. You will understand for Elaine, obviously. Uh, what is between her and me is now. What is between her and me now is between her and me. But I will hand you to her. I will. If you die, I will carry your corpse to her. If you die. Elaine doesn't want that. No. To just get like a decomposed body. Yeah. Months. 
I think, you know, I think it's more for emphasis as opposed to, like, actuality. <laughs> right? Uh, but, yeah, this this whole idea of, the, like, like, you have to... You have to be more than what this is currently. Like, you you broke us. Yeah, yeah. Or like the prophecy says, you need to fix it somehow. Yeah. Right? Like, it, it, it doesn't matter how, but you have to give people a reason to come together and unite and be a people once again. And Rain's like, that's not going to happen. <laughs> that's not what I'm doing. Uh, <laughs> because uh, I'm using you. Sorry about it. Well, No, I yes. like that Rand is acknowledging it. Rand, yes. Rand is like, look... I have to do this, and it sucks, and it's not what he wants to do, but he no. has to. He's like, I'm so sorry that, like... But internally, not externally, but internally, no. he's being very aware of the fact yes. that he's using people. Yes, yes, And yes. I appreciate that about him. It makes me... It's why he's a good person, right? Yes. Elaine wants Rand hard, not alive. I No, I think she wants him alive, but not crazy. Um, So uh, we cut back to Matt, and uh, Matt is in the rain, and he's hanging out with uh, his new boys, who are like, this dude, this Matt guy... Guys, mm-hmm. this mech guy's pretty cool. And uh, so they're about to have another fight. Mm-hmm. And uh, Matt tells them to raise the cry, protect the Lord Dragon. Because he wants to convince people that Rand is with them. And I was like, oh. Yeah. This is the moment where I was like, oh, Matt is going to fight Gulladin. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Which I'm, I'm kind of sad that we missed the like blow by blow. But honestly, it was is uh, I, I kind of liked how it was done. But it's a smart strategy, right? Like, yeah. oh, I need them to not I, I need them to not know the cavalry's coming. Mm-hmm. What is the one thing they care about more than anything in this fight? The dragon. We need to convince them that he's here. Yeah. So oh, like, yeah. It's, a, it's a brilliant like from a tactical maneuver. I'm like, this is great. So smart. Yeah. Because now you know that they will go maybe past what they would have originally to to get to you and to to stay there to mm-hmm. hold their ground. Um, and that's how you can get them. And then they got them. Uh, so uh, we cut back to Rand. We don't get to see that battle. We just see them prep it. And uh, we cut back to Rand, and Rand is like, he's done. Uh, Samael has attacked him more times. Yeah. He doesn't even know how many times. Yeah. Um, but he can't attack back because he doesn't know where he's being attacked from yet. Yeah. So, like, you know, it's tough. Samael's got the upper hand in terms of hiding. Yeah. Yeah, do you think he's, like, I wonder if he's, like, got one of those, like, portals. He's, like, he's doing the Doctor Strange, and he's got, like, a bunch of portals, and he's, like, bopping around, you know? Doing the Doctor Strange. I like that. I like that this is doing the Doctor Strange. What else would be doing the Doctor Strange? We need to make this a TikTok dance. (laughs) I love it. That's the new TikTok dance. Yeah. Oh, man. So, um, yeah. So, Rand is, like, oof. Uh, and Sulin is like, yo, dude, you need to go see the wise ones. And Rand is like, no, Egwene, Avian, and I have got this. Mm-hmm. And Sulin's like, who are you talking about? They're not here, bro. They left hours ago. And he's yeah. like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know, he doesn't even, like, remember. Like, Rand at this point is losing it. No, he's um, not. He's been in the void. I, I think that this is one of those, like, when he's in the void, he, he can't even register what's going on. He's so focused. Not quite to this extent, right? Because he's kind of, like wobbling between him and Lucerne. Right? Oh, that's true. The whole, that's like, destroyer true. Yeah, of yeah, yeah. hope thing that comes up and yeah, all yeah. these, this name, whatever the name was, 
There was a name, and I'm sorry, chat is going to probably tell us, but that he it's knows... Samuel's real name. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, his, Which I thought was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. But yeah, he's like, he's he is starting, I think, to slip and go mad, as well as, yes, he's in the void, and yes, it's like the war. Like, it's all of these things, which is why it's like, just, just like a little bit. The other thing I really like about the names is that Asmodeus, as Asmodeus. Asmodian? Yeah, that's it. Asmodian doesn't know Samuel's real name. Yeah. Like, they don't even keep... They've even kept those secrets from each other. Because they don't trust each other at all. (laughs) Eliana! Yeah, he's literally like... Eliana! Eliana comes up many times throughout this chapter. And it's very fun. It is very fun. It's, it's like, kind of horrifying at the same time. Yeah. But I love... I love the mechanic of, like, learning about these past people through Mm -hmm. the people that we currently have... That we are currently, like, reading... about yeah it's 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 just really well done Thousands. i was i was literally talking to i don't know if I'm, I'm too late i was like wow robert jordan is such a better writer than george R. R. martin you were talking to me that's what i mean i was telling you and then i was like do i say it oh yeah yeah, yeah. i just it, it's really like stunning eliana soundbite on the stream deck when we should put we should put soundbite that's on. a good one eliana that's it's that's... probably going to become more relevant Oh, As he goes I'm crazier. sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, nah, that's a good one. That's a very good one. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. All right. Well, we can work on that. Just have a little button. We'll put it on here and here so we can each have one. Asmodeus is a demon in the biblical <laughs> apocrypha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh okay. So He's that's uh, John Constantine villain. Oh, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this, so... And I mean, he's like a real-world demon, so of course he's a John Constantine villain, but that's where I know Asmodeus from, is John Constantine. Oh, uh, okay, I was like... I, I like, uh, I like John Constantine a lot. He's a cool character. Fair yeah. Uh, yeah, so then, uh, that's kind of the end of the battle. We see Rand gets back to the camp, and then he, like, dies. Well, yeah, they're like, they're like, you won. I'm more... They're like, <laughs> he didn't even know that they won the battle. He's still just blowing shit up, and they're like, like, Rand, 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 Rand. Rand, hey, 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 look at me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you did it. He's so out Chill. of it. And he nearly kills himself. And he doesn't know. Like, yeah. he doesn't even realize, right? Because the void that, is... That one power's tasty. It's, it's some good it's, shit. It's so tasty, mm-hmm. even with the taint. Yeah. It's you like, know. you know it's bad for you, but it's so hard to stop eating it. It's like popcorn. Once you start, you can't stop. But popcorn is not that bad for you. It's more like eating ass. Ass is bad for you? I mean, you're eating ass. Like, it's not, like, a healthy place to be consuming calories from, but... You're not consuming any calories when you eat ass. I hope not, but depends on how clean it is. <laughs> um, well, it's close to the taint, right? So you're getting a little bit of taint when you eat ass. I uh, I quit. <laughs> That's it. That's for me. Uh, <laughs> I I quit the play. Uh, see you never. So, um, Matt. We catch up with Matt, and he's sitting on a boulder? Yeah. To which I was like, why? <laughs> he found the first thing he could sit on. He I, was tired. But I'm assuming he had to climb up on it. So I, I picture him sitting cross-legged like a like guru in a movie being like, why is he on a boulder? Matt is the love guru. It's just, it, the word boulder threw me off. I don't know. Because it pictured like all of his men below him and him up on this boulder being like, we win. Well, no, his men are running around drinking and frolicking. I know, but why is he on a boulder? It was just the word boulder made it seem like he like he fought all day <laughs> that and then word he boulder. climbed up on this big boulder. <laughs> like if he was just sitting on a rock, you know what I mean? Then you're sitting on a rock, but to, you have to get on a boulder. You can't just like squat down on a boulder. I imagined a boulder was like 
waist height. You just kind of like. I would call that a rock. I wouldn't call that a boulder. It's a rock. Welcome to the rock. An islander. I am an islander. Yeah, I don't know. If Newfoundland. It could be a small boulder. If something as big as Newfoundland is is a rock, I don't think it's about size. I'm just saying. Size matters, kids. The boulder is a powerful earthbender. Sindar Gaming says, Nerdy, you get hung up on the strangest things. I know. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I, I But I can't change. That's you know why what I mean? you love us. That's why you're here. I think it's what separates this show from other shows, is that we talk about the stuff in these books that nobody else talks <laughs> it's about. Not a, it's not a rock. It's a boulder. <laughs> Do you smell what the rock is cooking? One of my, one of my favorite experiences in my life. Um, I was I was working in Japan for Disney, and I was touring with this orchestra, and I be, I became really close with the French horn section, mm-hmm. and we would do everything together. Like we went the theme park. Oh, it was great! I loved my French horn section. They were my girls, um, and so we were at dinner eating cow intestine, which was a strange, very tasty but strange meal. And I was trying to get them to say, "Do you smell what the rock is cooking?" Um, <laughs> Because it was a game we would play where I would teach them weird American phrases, uh-huh. and they they couldn't. It like it literally. It, it got to the point where we kept going because it was so funny how long it was taking them to like figure out how to like say, "The rock is cooking," uh, and so I have a video of my oh, friend right. Tomoko saying it, and it's like one of my like most prized possessions. That's so fucking weird. I know. I love them so much. So wait, but who can run faster over long distances—a rock or a boulder? That's not, you're not supposed to try and actually, all right. Um, so anyways, Matt is sitting there and his men are frolicking around and uh, Kulinin's head is just hanging on a spear. It's just hanging there. Uh, and he's like staring at Matt and Matt is very uncomfortable. I like, wait, I like that someone brought up the boulder from Avatar The Last Airbender. I like the idea that Matt is sitting on the boulder. I liter- someone else literally was like, is a powerful earthbender. I know, that's you- what I just read. Oh, oh, okay. That's what I was referencing when that I just said like that. was like three minutes ago. Oh no, I just caught it, but I like the, the idea that Matt's who- Matt is like sitting in his lap. The boulder likes it when Matt Coffin sits in his lap. Oh my God. <clears throat> yeah. You heard it here first, folks. Yeah, Kuladin's head, just chilling on a pipe. Yeah. It's very Ned Stark of it. My favorite- I'm sorry, spoilers. It's it's that was like decades ago. Two, Honestly, the book was two and a half decades ago for me. Further, so yeah. Um, yeah. So then we get um, Telemanes. <laughs> He's like, hey, you know what, Matt? You're a cool, dude. The Guys, dragon. dragon I want to get cast is... as Telemanes in the show so bad. Uh, he's like. You are very mayonnaise. Before we get into this, John Yarber, thank you so much for that super chat. <gasps> thank is you. Is this a new time for this? I love it. No, this is a special one week thing because Canada's internet was Canada's um, internet went down, down so on we rescheduled for Sunday. But no, we will be back um, next Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, although I'm glad people who normally can't make it live were able to make it to this one, and we love you guys. Nimi brings up a good point. This book is probably older than Game of Thrones. This book yeah. probably predates the first Game of Thrones. Books. I think, I think so. the first Game of Thrones book was ninety-seven. Something like that. Um, but yeah, yeah. The, the men the men around Matt literally like rewrite the song that he taught for them to include him. Yeah. And they're like, you, we follow you. The dragon, he's he's cool. He's cool. But you, you know your stuff. And uh, I, will, I will follow a smart man. Well, and what I think is so interesting is that Matt keeps bringing up like, oh, Rand will be in the stories of this, but I won't. 
And this is the beginning yeah. of, no, Matt, you will be because these songs are going to live on past you. Yeah. And this is like the first time where we see a moment where Matt keeps saying like, oh, like, I'm not going to live on past this moment. Yeah. People will forget about me, but they'll remember Rand. But no, they're going to remember Matt because of the songs. Yeah, yeah. Because this is how we pass down the, and, the human story, right? Well, and that's the thing. And, and, and like, Matt might have literally changed this song because these people are going to sing it this way. They, they like... We'll toss the dice however they fall and snuggle the girls, be these short or tall, then follow young Matt wherever he calls to dance with the Jack of the Shadows. Like, the, yeah. the way that uh, oral traditions are passed down, that's a callback. Go watch the last episode. If you um, want to know more about oral traditions, and oral, audibletrial.com slash nerdy nightly. Uh, anyways, um, th- like, this song, that version of it is probably going to exist in places across the continent for however many years to come. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. and that's so cool. That's so cool. I love it. Like, this whole section, like I said, it was, like, on par with Ruidian for me. I just, I loved all yeah. of it. I was like, give me more. No, for sure. It was, it was great. I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, so, then. Oh, uh, bef- uh, when Rand gets there and he passes out, he, Asmodian channels a little bit to try to help save him. Oh, was that the end of the last chapter? I thought that was at the beginning of the next one. Is it at the beginning? No. Yeah, I it must have been. It must have been. Right, because it's when he yeah. collapses. Um, and then I think we jump to Matt. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, I was about to bring that up, actually. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, so Matt is like, fuck, God, these boys are going to follow me everywhere now. And I'm like, Matt, you got your boys now. You got your boys. Let's go. Nanny's got her boys. Matt's got his boys. Everybody's got boys. Rand's got his women. <laughs> Rand's got all the women. <laughs> yeah. And more across the globe who want him. I wish there were women all over the planet who are like, I just need to get back to David so that I can throw myself at his feet. After this weird letter And he share wrote him me. with a bunch of other hot ladies who have superpowers. As long as, dream. like, I can partake. Yeah, you need superpowers, though, baby. That's fine. You're slacking. I'm just saying. So he wakes up, and Asmodian, uh, I, I did like this, Asmodian was, like, trying to give him crap yeah. about how he was channeling, but people were there, so he's, like, trying to give him crap without anyone figuring out that he knows. About yeah, it. Yeah. I was like, okay. It's like, Asmodian. Well done. It was, like, the closest I got to what I want from scenes with him, mm-hmm. and I was, so I was kind of into it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Rand wakes up. From near death, and is like, you know what? Now is a good time to go to Kyrian because all these well, no, nobles have showed up. Before we do that, I wanted, I do want to talk about the fact that the wise ones are having like the ent moot, where they're like, you can't, no, no, no. The wise ones have to make a bunch of decisions before the four clans will join. Yeah, he's and like, Aaron's what like, are they talking about? And he's like, uh, not your business. But also, he's like, when will it end? Don't know. Do you know? Hey, we're kind of on a schedule. Can we, can we move this along? Nope. The wise nope. ones do what the wise ones do, and Rand's like. Okay. All right. But yeah, it, it reminded so. me of it reminded me of Treebeard being like, "We we do it when we do it." And yeah. It's like the Pippin and Mary are like, "The fuck is this?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, uh, <laughs> "People are asking if my name is David." But you're part of this world, aren't you? Uh, is your name David? Yeah. <laughs> did Did you call me David? I might have. Oh. Sorry. Sorry. Don't do that. All right. My bad. Don't call me David. Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> my like biological my biological name. My I was born. My legal name is my legal name is David, but uh, yeah. everyone calls me Nerdy because there's there's so many Davids. My favorite is when you introduce yourself to people in real life, and you're like, "I'm Nerdy," and people are like, "Yeah," and we're like at Comic Con, yeah, and they're like Nerdy, and I'm like, "Where do you think you are?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you called yourself David. <laughs> it wasn't even me. Did I call myself David? Oh, wait, I usually don't do that on camera. Yeah. Oh, please. Everyone knows. I, my acting name is David Guys, Webb. That's not even my real name, though. I, I have too many names. You can literally find, like, our IMDb's. It's, we're, we're not very private people. Yeah. 
And like I in I've said my full legal name on on video. Oh yeah. Because my my Cause in my third. um well in my um my Movember video, I, oh. I talked about how I'm David John Weens the third because my great my grandfather's David John Weens the first. Yes. He died of prostate cancer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. Right, and right. so yeah. I, no. I'm I'm not I'm I don't hide my name. I'm not ashamed of it. Um. Yeah. Uh. I just nobody can spell Weens. It's W I E N S. And so yeah. I don't get emails and stuff. So I changed my acting name. Yeah. And then I changed my name for this. Spell and, it. Yeah. Nerdy Von Knightley, yes, that's the one. Nerdy Von Knightley sounds pretty cool. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah, so we find out that the nobles from the city tried to come and see Rand while he was dead. Um, and everyone's, like, very on edge. Everyone yeah. is, like, very uncomfy and is trying to, like, offer him things or trying to play Deus Tamar while he's literally asleep. Uh <laughs> And so he's like, you know what? Now is a good time to go pay them a visit. Yeah. Because the the king, yes. No. No, the king. No, the no, no. Leader? The 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 Terran Big lord. Big fish. Yeah, there is yeah. no king. Whatever. Top guy is wants no, the, to not, offer the, him this. The that's throne, not the top guy from Kyrian. That's the top no. guy from Tyr. Yes. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. it's very. Like he sent up. Very confusing. Anyways, yeah, yeah. he's like, let me know when Rand is going to come by. And so Rand is like, all right, I'm not going to let him know yeah, yeah, yeah. when I'm going to come by. And so, yeah, they just, they he walk He undercover right bosses it. Yeah. Yeah. They just, they walk right in. And he basically walks in like Jesus to all these people trying to touch him. It reminded me so much of um, the way they shot... Uh, Game of Thrones? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Misa. Misa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that mm-hmm. the end of season four? Four? Or three, I three, can't remember. Yeah, yeah, somewhere in there. Yeah. Um. Wow. Well, when she when she liberates um, Slavers Bay. Is it Slavers? It was a specific. Si- Anyways, doesn't matter. I can't remember. I've um, read those books so many times I can't even remember. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I've um, got too much game I, or too much wheel of time in my head. I like have. Yeah, I need to separate. The, the wheel of, of the wheel of time has like pushed the Game of Thrones out my ears. Yeah. yeah you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird. Um. <laughs> uh. So you can um. Uh, you can, the, 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 the difference is super noticeable yeah. when mm-hmm. the nobles show up because yeah. then the people are suddenly like, yikes, never mind. Well, and also I like that the nobles show up pushing their way through the crowd and then Rand's like, no, 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 get behind us. And the nobles are like, they just kind of move for him. We, they, he doesn't have to push. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe we're not good people. I don't know if they're thinking that. Uh, yeah, they, they, they're not self-aware enough to realize they're not good people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so he gets to the throne room. Mustafar. <laughs> yeah, when um, when the Mother of Dragons liberates Mustafar. <gasps> no, we skipped over like my favorite scene in this whole chapter. Oh, I'm sorry. Which one was it? Rand is naked and Avienda won't leave until he finds his clothes. And so he's like trying to find his clothes. <gasps> right, I forgot about that. Because she was like, okay, fine. If you want to go... You have to dress yourself. I love Amanda so much because she's sitting on them. It's so petty. It is it is un-fucking-believingly petty that she is like, okay, find your clothes. And she sits there and stares at them knowing that she is like grinding her cooter on them. I imagine it takes him like 40 minutes. <laughs> like legitimately. Like I, 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 like 30 to 40 minutes of Rand being like, it's not in this drawer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, uh, You know what? I'm going to check that drawer again. Like. Oh, my God. I, I'm sorry we almost skipped that. Because it legitimately might have been my favorite chat. Like, my favorite, like, joke of this section. Because there's a lot of humor. There's a lot of... This book has been very funny. It's funny. I very will say, funny. I think the humor in this book has... I, I don't think this is my favorite Wheel of Time book so far. Mm-hmm. But I do think that this book is funnier than the previous three yeah. books, four books. No, I think Yunkai... Isn't Yunkai where she gets the... um Not the... The Unsullied? 
They mix they mix the they mix the locations between the show and the book. Oh, so different book? things happen at different places. I and didn't. so for me, I I can never remember which city is which in Slavers Bay because of the way that like They're the show the... did it differently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, that's fair. Um, um and Avi gets to watch him walk around naked. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's great. I which, love it. Which really, really is just sad for <laughs> Rand because you know he's probably so unbelievably soft. You know what He's I mean? He's so weak. Well, no, actually, you know what? She's seen it full masked. So yeah, at least yeah. she knows the reality. She knows. She's like, it doesn't matter. She's like, I see where we get to. And yeah, maybe, or maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. he's maybe he's a shower. Maybe yeah, he's not maybe a it just like hangs. Maybe. I'm not. I wish. Although well, I, I don't I know. know that I do. No, I feel like it'd be annoying to have it kind of there all the time. Yeah. But better to be a grower, I think. And then it's a nice surprise. You're like, ah. Yeah, but then sometimes you like, oh, sometimes when you're like, you have to be like, no, no, don't worry. Do, oh, don't worry. It's the, it, there's more it coming. Gets bigger, it's yeah, on yeah, the yeah. way, I promise. It's on the way. So Rand oh. takes the throne of um, uh, Kyrie and he's like, I'm not going to sit there. That's somebody else's chair. Bring yeah. me a chair. And everyone's like, Okay. What? Okay. And so someone goes and brings him a chair, and he like sits like ne- like this is the throne, and he like sits next to it in a different yeah, chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, all right. Um, and so the Terran lords have. It's like oh, it's literally like um, uh, Gondor, the throne of Gondor, and the steward is sitting on the small one beside it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's exactly what it is. Uh, and so the um, the <laughs> it was Yunkai. Okay. Uh, the, oh, okay. the Terrans have put themselves in front of the Kyrian in mm-hmm. because they're assholes. Uh, and Rand is like, no, 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 we're not doing this. S- mix by rank? Yes. But I don't think the ranking system would be the same in either city, so I don't really know how they figured this out. I have no idea, but it reminded me, remember in Young Canadians, how they gave us a height line? Yes, yeah, yeah. And then you had to remember that height line order for the rest of the year, and it was like, okay, we need you assembled in the height line, and everyone would just like fall into place. I imagine that they just, they know they have a system for it and we just don't know it. I don't remember that being hard because I was the center of it. I remember having to be so like, everyone okay, just... are we, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and it, it was me and like four other girls who were all like the same height and we're like, so do we? I just remember every height line, it would be like, all right, where is David standing? He's the center, everybody. Oh yeah, I do call myself, when I'm talking about things that aren't related to this, I call myself David. Yeah. But when I talk about like gaming, I call myself nerdy. That's and weird. Like and I don't think about it. Ten years ago, when we were in Young Canadians, yeah. we were David and Ariel. We weren't really yeah. in cars, right? That's so strange. It's, it's just you know, it makes sense that that's how the brain works. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the so now they, so they mix up, and then Rand basically spends like forty minutes having people kiss his ring, and he gets bored. My favorite thing about yeah. it is that Rand is like. Like, this is Fuck. taking forever, goddammit. <laughs> I would, too. I'd be like, can we just do the... Can you all get down on one knee? We'll do it, like... We'll same do, like, time. a mass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Same time, same time. We'll, we'll just... Everyone will do the... Come on. Like, no wonder shit never, like, gets done in politics, right? Because they <sighs> yeah. take 50 minutes to kiss the ring. Like, and look, look, it's different than when he kisses all the maidens. Because, like, come on. Well, at least he got drunk. That would be fun. But, like, this is this is the worst version of that. yeah. I want to kiss. I just want to go down the line and kiss a bunch of ladies. That sounds great, or a bunch of hot dudes. You know what I mean? Either way. Yeah. Or hot ladies. I don't want to just kiss random women. No, no, that are all there to be like, yes, you can uh, fuck our sister. <laughs> we will stand outside your window and cheer as it's happening. And describe things for you guys to do together. Um, uh, we're gonna read the Kama Sutra to you. Why? Okay, so that's that's it. That's basically it, right? Yeah. We've gotten through everything. So I yeah. have, uh, I have a big question for you. Mm-hmm. Why didn't Moiraine want to go into Kyrian? Um. Right. 
okay because they're gonna some of them might recognize her i know but why does that why is that a bad thing because she, because rand has to be the one to do this like I, I think that it's it's more of a people need to see rand that he's doing this himself and that he's the one in charge and not have like maureen whispering in his ear they don't want to mm-hmm. think because because Moraine knows the game of houses and she yeah. has taught Rand. She doesn't want people to know she's taught Rand. Rand needs to be smarter than they think that he is, right? Okay. And if they underestimate him, that gives him a better playing field. Now, I don't remember how old Moraine is, so maybe not a bunch of people would recognize her, but I think she's at like least forty, right? At least somebody would, right? I, I see. I see. I thought it was going to be more that like she's not welcome there for some reason. Oh. Uh, but I do like, uh, I actually really like Breezy's point. I think Moraine is guarding the Terangriel. I mean, she hasn't been with the Terangriel at every moment. Kind of, though. When she's not with Rand, she's with them. That's what the book says fed, right? So Yeah, okay. I don't know. So Jimmer says, I think you should read New Spring. We're not reading New Spring until after book six, right? I thought it was seven. Or... I can't remember. I don't... Mm. We also might be saving New Spring for a specific thing. Yes. Which we'll get to later. Which we'll get to later. Uh, we're definitely going to read five and six. We're not going to read New Spring until after book six at the very earliest. Yeah. I thought it was after book Moiraine is also in line for the Kyrian and Throne, so it complicates things. Well, and then if Rand shows up and he's John Yarber says, her then, uncle. Oh, uh, John, thank you for that super chat. Interesting. Right. Interesting. Well, and that's the thing, is Moraine knows that she has a, a powerful and influential position if she walks in there with Rand, and he needs to establish that himself without her beforehand, right? He did it in Tyr. Mm-hmm. He did it in Tyr, and he needs to also do it in Kyrian, and she knows that because she knows the Game of Houses. She knows how these people think. Right. If she walks in, they'll think that she should be on the yes. throne. Okay. Yeah, it's very complicated, and I think she's trying to at least complicate it a little less. Decomplicate. The one thing I will say is we're not going to read New Spring last. No. We will read Memory of Light last. Yes. We want to end with Memory of Light. Yes. Because I don't want to read the end of the series and be like, prequel book. And then a prequel, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, no, no. So probably, maybe after book 10, I think is, it was published after book 10, so unless, there might be something in the fall that we read it for. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. So keep an eye out out. in the Discord and on our Twitters. Uh, so yeah, my favorite, uh, my favorite little moment in this chapter is, um, Rand being like, look, I need one dragon banner, but raise the freaking Kyrian banners back yeah. up. Come on, kids, you guys have honor. And the Kyrian in are like, yeah! Okay, wow. Uh... It's so crazy. Rand's like, what is happening? Uh, yeah, um... Someone's gonna be listening to this on their it, it, while they're driving in their car on the podcast <laughs> and be like, <laughs> "The actual fuck was that?" Uh, I, but here's the thing: that's basically what happens. Yeah, they they lose their shit. They lose their goddamn minds. Their heads explode. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, but that's literally what happens. Rand is like, "Oh yeah, Maureen told me that like they're generally like pretty like reserved people, but like when they go for it, they fucking go for it." Yeah, like. No, I really liked. I, I liked it. It was cool. It's your Kyrian Lord audition tape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You didn't make the mic peak? <gasps> Babe, I'm so proud of you. It's harder to peak this mic than the other ones. Good. So, the yeah, that's it. Yeah. That means it's time for uh, highs and lows. Uh, this is a thing that my family did at the dinner table every night. We would do high and low to celebrate our highs and mm-hmm. commiserate over our lows mm-hmm. to, you know, be a close little family unit. And so, we do that here. Clarus goes first with her high 
then we go my low, her low, and then we end with my high so that we complement sandwich this beach. So, Clarus. I feel like I have been very open about the fact that, like, Matt's sections in this last couple chapters have been my high. Mm -hmm. um, and I guess the like I guess the peak of that, if I had to pick something, is the 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 lords being like, sure, the dragon, fine, but you are the one that's here with us, and you have earned our respect. And it was, uh, I like getting goosebumps. It was so good. That yeah. is my high for this section. Although there's lots that I could choose from. So. Okay, that means it's time for my low. Your low. My low is tough. There's two things to choose from. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I think I'm going to go with Elaine just being able to tie high rope walk. Damn I didn't it. like it. You took mine. Fine, you can have that one. I no, didn't... no, no, you can. Okay, yeah, that's my low. I just, I the other one for me was Leandrin being um, taken off the table so fast here. Oh, okay. When I was like, really, I, I was excited to see her and Mogidian have to like work together and it like be like difficult for them. Yes, um, that's fair. But it's, it's not my low because of what happened. It's because of my, it, it, it's, and that's why it doesn't beat out the tightrope walking because it's only my low because of what I was excited about not happening. Right. Does that's, that make sense? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, yeah, chat, if you guys want to share your high and low in chat here or some people like to do that in the Discord as yeah, well, which is really fun, uh, please feel free. What's your um, low, man? My low is, it, it, the yeah, the Elaine stuff where she's just like, perfect at everything but for me right now the low is honestly this like consequence that Nynaeve had that was repeated with the Egwene stuff yeah, uh, yeah. I, I hope that like I like that better very shortly but right now it's kind of like that so yeah that's me and what is your high my high um just the look on Avianda's face when Rand is running around the tent naked um there's so much good stuff in this I that's kind of a joke but, like, I was just picturing, when I was reading it, I was picturing Avienda just being like, hmm, mm -hmm. you, where is it? I don't know. Yeah, keep, no, you keep running keep, around. Keep looking. You keep looking mm -hmm. for your clothes, boy. Yeah. Yeah. I hope you find it, because mm -hmm. this is embarrassing for you. It's <laughs> <laughs> a really good moment. Uh, um, yeah. I, also, I, also, I also like just everything with Brigitte. I think Brigitte is really, like, her whole, like, I like people who are themselves, and you're being... I, like if if you are yourself. if you're a little wimp, I would like you for being a little wimp. Yeah. But you're not a little wimp, and you're behaving like one, so I don't like you. And I was like, Brigitte, you're cool. Brigitte's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Also, the fact that she's like, I'm gonna protect Elaine like fucking crazy. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, I can't wait for Rand to be like, I have to. Do I sleep with her with too? That? Yeah. <laughs> wait. Oh yeah, no, it's great, great, great moments. Um, All right, y'all, and that is going to be our show. There's one more segment that we do after our little plugs here because. You know, some people don't like it. Uh, it offends their sensibilities. Although, Smut considering the other things we talked about today, I don't, yeah. Smut Corner incoming after these brief messages from us. Like this video. Subscribe to the channel. Hit the dislike button if you don't like the video. That's fine. Engage with it in a way that boosts it in the algorithm so that more people see it. Smash that like button. Smash it. You can also mm -hmm. follow us around the internet. I'm at Nerdy Nightly. I'm at Claris Polaris. And don't forget that if you leave a review on our uh, Apple Podcast feed and you leave it a four or five stars. I'm not going to say you have to give us five stars. We have room for improvement. Yeah, But if you leave fine. that review, we will uh, turn it into a video of us reading your review, no matter what you write. Yes. I have no shame. Don't worry about it. TikTok. It'll be fun. Uh, unless it, like, doxes me or Clarus or someone else. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. we wouldn't. There are that. some limitations, but you, uh, common sense. <laughs> Don't be a dick. Um, also, uh, this podcast, as always, is sponsored by Audible. 
Audible is a service that allows you to hear people say things that other people wrote. Yeah, that's the exact explanation of mm -hmm. Audible. Um, yeah. If you want a free book uh, and a 30-day free trial, you can head over to audibletrial.com slash nerdynightly where they have the entirety of The Wheel of Time. They do. Uh, and they do not have the entirety of Game of Thrones because... It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist yet. Yet. And they uh, don't have the entirety of Name of the Wind because it doesn't exist yet. So, um, you know, you can listen to the books that do exist in those franchises at audibletrial.com slash nerdynightly. And maybe if enough of you do, those authors will uh, have a fire lit under their butts and finish them. Yeah. Which I means that. it's time <laughs> for Slut Corner. Canada. Why buy a mattress anywhere else? Ding. Um. Smut Corner, like, okay, I feel like the Avienda watching Rand run around naked is kind of in itself a Smut Corner. I just, I, no, in my Smut Corner version of that scene, she goes, oh yeah, you have enough energy to, uh, you have enough energy to go into Kyrian? Get hard for me. Do it. Do it. Get hard I for me. I dare you. I, I dare you. And Rand is like, I don't know if I like Can this Can you, like, pop a tit out? Like, I just, I need, like, some help here. And she's like... Can I? Oh my God, Glenn Peterson! Thank you for that super duper chat. Um, I thank imagine you. I imagine that uh, Brigitte, uh, Brigitte joins the circus, and she's like, you know what? I haven't had sex in a long time. I haven't had a body in a while. Let's yeah. let's find some handsome man here to. No, like... I'm not handsome man. She doesn't like handsome men. Well, no, she thinks that Guy Dahl is handsome. It's mm. Sylvester Stallone. He's a good looking dude. He's just not mm. good looking to naive. Uh. Apparently he's the like stories describe ugly. him as handsome, and the stories are accurate in what these people look like. In fact, they're so accurate that all you need is a description to believe that they're they've come back alive okay, after three so years. So Brigitte gets naive drunk, and Brigitte is like naive. Wouldn't it be crazy if like no, she just fucks Elaine. No, no, no. It, like, wouldn't it be crazy if we went over to Val and Luca's tent? Glenn Peterson, I like this place so much that you two have officially made it as a line item in my budget. Glenn. <laughs> Thank you, Thank Glenn. you. We appreciate the heck out of you. Oh, we, my God. We do appreciate that. Um, no, I, th I think she's like, yo, we're going to do some shots. We're going to go over to see Val and Luca. Yeah. And it's 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 going to be a good time. Nynaeve is not fucking Val and Luca. He's really good at performing, so. Nynaeve is not fucking Val and Luca. Even in Smut Corner, I refuse that. <laughs> I refuse it. I can't. Oh, my God. You know who does get laid, though? Juwillen. His act on the tightrope is mm -hmm. a hit. People uh -huh. see him, they're like, that was so funny. You're so talented. And he's yeah. like, my tent's over here. And they're like, let's... Let's fucking go. You know how it's like after a show. You go to the bar afterwards and people are like, you are so good in that. Can I suck your dick? And Julian's like, yes. Yes, you can. <laughs> oh my God. The num When I did Full Monty, the number of moms who were in my Instagram DMs being like, you are such a hot dad on stage. And I was like, that's so weird. Okay, And wow. their profile picture would be like them with their kids. Yeah. And then they'd be like hitting me up in there because they'd be drunkenly texting me after the show on Instagram. And they would send me the weirdest like mom hit up hit ups. And I was like, ah! ma'am, I do not want to give you another Wendy's. child. Yay. And like the fact that you're turned on by like how good a dad I played in the show it's uh, nah. yeah it's a choice methany courting me out human <laughs> says he's bummed to miss the start of the stream again but happy to see that you're back Thank he's you. starting at the beginning and wish you a fun finish for the stream methany you don't you'll see this at the end of the stream but Thank you. god you're, you're you're in for a treat this week yeah. we did some dumb shit we did on some stream dumb shit and we appreciate your cat so much um, thank you. Thank you for the super chat. Um, yeah. Is there any other good, uh, good time for smut? The battle's a tough one. 
Yeah, the battle is not really a time for smut, and unless it's the orgy afterwards. You know the Aiel have, like, post-battle orgies. You know what we didn't talk about? What? The, 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 the headbands that they wear. The Aiel oh. have the little, um, uh, we, own, we are owned by the dragon headbands, which is a little weird that Rand is like, oh yeah, I do own people. You don't really, they follow mm, you. Yeah, it's weird. But yeah, the, the headbands are cool. I want one. Yeah, well, we should make. We'll get. What? I want like a like yeah like for like Jordan Con to have like a little like a little wheel of time. Headband. No, we'll, we'll get fun. red beanies with the like with the symbol. That would actually be really cool. Right? Does anyone want a red beanie with the dragon symbol? The well, the the yin yang, yin -yang symbol. symbol basically. Cool. cool. I like it. Y'all, uh, thank you for joining us this week uh, for mm -hmm. the book club. Um, are there any smut corners that we missed? I don't think so. I feel like if, if any if Nynaeve would have had sex with anyone in this section, it would have been Galad in the alley with Ragan and Uno like watching, but also like keeping people away from them as they just like. Oh my god. Nynaeve's like just do whatever you want. He's me. so hot. I can't help myself. Uh, <laughs> All right, now do something nerdy tonight. Thanks, guys. And a huge thank you to our mods. Yes, mod shout out. Join the Discord if you want to continue this conversation. I'm gonna drop some links. We appreciate the heck out of you guys. Bye.